Hey, where are the white women at? But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? We'll just have to take these pants off so that I can take a closer look. Still others evolved so much, they don't even need to wear pants. <laughs> Cartoon Casual Podcast. We have our special guest tonight. Paul, I'm so excited. It's been a long time. We've talked about this for... We have. I think ever since the inception of this. Since the uh, very beginning, we were like, uh, like, like in the top three of probably 20 people we came up with that this gentleman We're just going to make sure he list. remains silent for a while. Let's just keep talking about this. I kind of want to. I want to make him really uncomfortable. I kind of want to like tickle the taint a little bit. Yeah. Just, Jesus. It's been a long, it's been a long time. Long it time. really has been. And we said, really? hey, let's go get on this. Okay, let's work on that. And we did a few times. It didn't work for various reasons. Just didn't work out. And and then finally, somehow. I, I just think it's impressive that my name has been reduced to a, a you know a Harpo Marx sound. <laughs> honk, honk. Yeah. Could be worse. Yeah. So it's Mr. David Rice. David Rice, Mr. Rice. To a lot of many people, students, many, including how, my daughter. How many? Yes. Honestly, yes. how many students do you think that you've? Oh my God! Uh, just take a wag. At least a few. Well, at least a couple thousand. I was so far. How long have you been teaching? Thirteen years. So, oh wow! Teaching all here in Kingman for thirteen years? Or? No, uh, no, twelve here in Kingman. Okay, one year back in Ohio. Okay, yeah. What brought you to Kingman? The job. Okay. Yeah. Boy, that was a mistake. It was. Uh, I mean, really. <laughs> Did you come here for the, superior, the Arizona Superior Educational System? Well, I will say the weather is superior. To, it is. To it Ohio. Is. Because Damn right. any weather is superior to Ohio. Shout but, out to uh, Crooksville. Crooksville, Ohio. <laughs> He's the, one from the fighting ceramics, and I wish I were making that oh, up, I ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I the fighting ceramics. That's you right. told me about this. Oh. It's, yeah, that was a thing. Is that, a thing. I, I, it's one of the things I do. It's very quaint, and I do love about the Midwest is that there's the the mascots are usually very creative. Not from my hometown, which is the Troy High School Trojans. Towns Troy. I'm sorry. This is the name of a mascot or the 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 whatever of a school. The ceramics. You got it. As in ceramic. So so story time. Yes, please. Okay. Thank you. So back in the day, whenever the hell that was. Yeah. Um, it was very, very common for local businesses to sponsor your teams, much like now. We mm-hmm. still do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it was the the Watt Pottery in town was sponsoring one of the, I think it was girls basketball or something like that. And I believe some other pottery, it, it, can you tell it was a pottery town at one point? It sounds like it was, uh, yeah. Some other pottery got in on the sponsoring or whatever. So rather than duke it out or anything like that, they just went with the general label <laughs> of ceramics. <laughs> On the uniform, never heard, and it simply a... stuck. What is the mascot look like? Okay, there is no mascot. Oh, there is simply a name. The there's no logo of like a uh, well, plate or a. There there is a logo, if you will. Um, our school has a logo that's like on the letterhead and stuff. Yeah, and and it's it's very clever. So uh, you know Rodan's uh, the thinker. The thinker sitting down, like yes. on, like on the toilet almost. He's looking so like he's so. Imagine imagine <laughs> a, a, a a person a la Rodan's the thinker uh-huh. uh, sitting at a potter's wheel making a pot. Uh, that's our 
logo. That's not that bad, Paul. Stop. Paul's no, rubbing yeah, his no, eyes. No, he's so God, stressed. Just, he's stressed I, out. Like I, I, I'm trying to figure out what to think about this. I mean, I like the idea because if someone's working with their hands, but you're not really a ceramic. You're a ceramicer. <laughs> well, we or do have a name. Potter. <laughs> or we, Potter. We, exactly. We do have the name. <laughs> the it's it's supposed to be called The Potter, okay. if you will. Yeah. But because it's, you know, a la Rodin, uh, the figure is naked. Yeah. So we always called him the Naked Potter. Does he look naked? And by the way, if you look up Naked Potter on the internet... Um, <laughs> do a Google image search on that one. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's pictures of, uh, of Harry Potter... Um, well, not Harry Potter, but Daniel Radcliffe in Equus. Equus, yes, naked Potter. That's what you just. Oh get. yeah, there's thousands you get to of see pictures. Harry of and his Potter. Yeah, he oh, went full. Geez. I don't know if you're familiar with Equus, like the, uh, the yeah play. Yeah, but I'm gonna go back on this. So is the is this Potter naked? Well, yes. I mean, he looks like he's not wearing any clothes. He, he very it much truly so. is a, a takeoff on Rodin. It's a thing. very it really yeah. Is. It's, it's, a rip it's an appreciation of of classical sculpture, okay. Paul. Okay. okay, I got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Except there is no classical sculpture of the potter. Is there any culture in Eastern Ohio? <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. That's, I, I'm kidding. Wow. Relax. Wow. I can say that. It's like it's like no. That's cool. I have a black friend. I have. I'm from, <laughs> I'm, I'm from Ohio. I can say these things. Uh, yeah, there really isn't. So that's so where you okay. t- you taught there. Uh, no, I, I taught this, just outside of Columbus, okay. in a town called Groveport. Okay. Um, that was for a year, a, and then you a, came here. Yeah, that was a terrible job. Um, and then, because I was a science teacher, I thought, hey, you know, this getting a new job thing, that'll be easy. Yeah. Because everybody always talked about how math and science teachers I are, love science. Uh, and by the time you really get rolling, we're going to just love, and this, this country's going to embrace science and technology. As we have. And mathematics. And we're so just going to rock it into the future that's, with this. Isn't that, that's how we, that's how it happened. What year do you guys think Clearly. it is? Do you think it's 1968 <laughs> yeah. and the Cold War still going? <laughs> Sputnik just flew overhead. <laughs> beep. I heard they're going to try and land on the moon soon. That's right. <laughs> uh, the Chinese beat us to the dark side. So they did. Ah, they did. Maybe. If you believe that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. well, <laughs> if, the, if the world is round and things right, like so, that. So with your, with your with, uh, optimism and newfound... Oh, yeah. yeah uh, you came here. So I had to come here to get a job because, okay. of course, in Ohio... Everyone has a nephew or niece or whatever, and there's like eight million colleges and universities. I actually looked up this number: how many four-year inst- degreed institutions there are in the state of Ohio. Mm-hmm. And it's disgusting. It's 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 a hundred and sixteen. Oh I was going to say it's got to be about a hundred. Holy cow! One hundred and sixteen for a population of about eleven million, and there is just I think I think I looked up there's eighty two or eighty three in California, and they have triple the population. It was like big education, wow. like big that's, oil. That's like yeah. crazy to me. Well, I, I, well, a lot of little private schools and things. A like lot that. of yeah, yeah. I mean, and there's, I mean, there's little tiny ones. Like I, I didn't know where. Uh, what is it? Uh, Wittenberg. Yeah, Wittenberg. Oh, yeah. Wittenberg. I didn't know where that was. It's like two blocks from my brother's house. Nice in Westerville. Like I had no, yeah. I had no idea. I was like, I just remember seeing people wearing those shirts, and I was like, I don't know. Just growing up and seeing that, I didn't know. I thought it was like this giant university. Nope. No, it's, and it's endowments sweet. like eighty yeah, million dollars, and they have no more than three thousand students. Jeez, like it's a little tiny college, but there's a ton of those. Yeah, uh, the first all black college, um, which oh gosh, 
Really? What's the name of it? I, I lost it. I know. I'm not man. black, and I, I wasn't allowed to go there, so like I can't remember. That's really not the way that works. I, I know that's think. not how that works. But, uh, yeah. but that, that's in Ohio. Um, I want to say Wilberforce, but I don't I, know might, if that's right. It might be Wilberforce. It, it, there's, so you have so many colleges there, and it's, there's such a density, and everybody wants to be an education major. And so people's got that. You had to get the fuck out of Ohio. I did. That's what I did, to find a job at yeah. all, and, and then I came here. Mm-hmm. And unlike most people who teach here for three years and then go on to something bigger and better, yeah, I'm shout not, out to Troy and Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know I, the Emrys? The, they I forget where Chelsea taught, but I know Troy taught at uh, KHS. Yeah, that name's very familiar. Yeah, he was a assistant coach, maybe football coach, something like that. I, I don't. Uh, they listen to the podcast and they're friends of mine. They, and they moved. They live up in Monterey. He teaches at Monterey High School and la di da. Yeah, no yeah. shit, right? Like. How's that nice? I, How's that house treating you, Troy? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to guarantee that his salary is. Uh, it's uh, the compensation package more substantial, is, probably. But I'm sure the cost of living's higher. Yeah, I mean, but they don't. <laughs> but they live in Monterey. I think they actually ish. they live down the road. Like he has like a 30 minute drive, I think, to work. But oh no, poor baby. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I don't know. But they did that. And that's a thing. Did you go to a recruiting thing, like a job fair? Uh, I used the the all, what do you want to call it, the newfangled tool of the time, which was the interwebs. Oh, brand new. I yes. guess it was 13 years ago, wasn't it? It was 13 years ago. And um, What was 13 years ago? It? It teachers, teachers.com, which only has charter school <laughs> listings on it now. Um <laughs> Kingman still uses it, of course. Of course they do. Yes, because they they need to. But, uh, yeah, I have not yet been smart enough to just do my three years and get the hell out of here. So you got here and you, uh, uh, against your better judgment, or something happened and you stayed. I'm, uh, what's the, what's right? Glutton for punishment. Lazy, I think would be the other term. Self-flagellation. I I, I hate moving. Um, I did did go down to the river for a few years, but then they enticed me to come back. With uh, the Cambridge program, so pretty much you're here because you have too much shit to pack up and move. If you, yeah, I don't move. like that part. Yeah, <laughs> it's awful. You get nested. You know? Yeah, you do. It's true. Although I, I don't know, I went through a purge this past summer, and I, I moved out of the house that I'd been in for uh, about yes, uh, about eight years, and then moved in, uh, moved downtown, and I got rid of so much shit. Sold things on Craigslist, gave shit away on Craigslist. I, I think I've misquoted I, this. We talked about this because our favorite, maybe your favorite uh, founding father, I don't know if it's Ben Franklin or someone else, we talked about this earlier before the show. Anyway, Ben I, Franklin I, said... I, I do loves me some Ben Franklin, yeah, yes. He, he said something to the effect of uh, two moves equals a fire. <laughs> Meaning, if you move twice, like right in a row, you get rid of so much crap, you don't want to move it anymore. And so if you had a fire in your barn or in your house... Kind of the same, same thing. thing. Get, that's how much junk. That sounds about that right. Sound, yeah, that sounds about right. So brilliant. I would agree with that. Seventeen yeah. hundreds. What yeah. a bad motherfucker. He was. Anyway, no. The reason I asked about the job fair is I've had I have several friends, um, two that are left, that uh, were the result of a job fair in uh, Michigan. Mm-hmm. So you know, uh, Janelle Andreka and Dano and all that. Oh, absolutely. They, yeah. That they and but they moved out here with a whole group of teachers that were at the same job fair. In Central Michigan University, so they they yeah. moved out here, and then I think they're the only two that are left. Or uh, Janelle's the only one that's left. The only, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Like six of them, or something like that. But anyway, yeah, it's uh, so you teach biology. Yeah. Is that I right? do? I teach uh, only. Yes. It's always only been biology. Is that is that right? Uh, well, or middle school science, okay. which is kind of an integrated. 
Okay. <clears throat> uh, philosophy. Oh, I do teach philosophy. Yes. Oh, really? I yeah, do. Excuse me. I do. I yeah. only had philosophy courses in high school. Well, it's a dual enrollment course through MCC. Okay. So because I was uh, what's the words with stupid. I, uh, <laughs> I I got my undergraduate degree in philosophy, and then I could only teach uh, once I got a master's degree in, in uh, life science education. So um, I'd only one philosophy course in college, and it was fun. I loved to. Uh, the, the the good thing about it was the professor loved to argue. I mean, he really. It's kind of our thing. Yeah, yeah. And it was he welcomed it, and a lot of people didn't want to. They were my age, eighteen, nineteen years old at the time, whatever. But I still was. I was already used to arguing at that point, Joe. Hard to believe. I'm shocking. Shock, exactly. <laughs> and I was the only one. And I, after cl- I would stay after class and say, do you really believe that? And at one point, he actually, I, I didn't wear him down, but he said, I really don't. He goes, I am, I'm doing my best to be as provocative and thought-provoking. I, I want, I want more to people to say something. He goes, no, I don't believe that. So now that you've been here that's three or four times in a row, after the class, no, I don't. Well, that's cool. But I want somebody to fucking say something. You know, to challenge. He me. was deliberately picking fights, being yeah. provocative, and it wasn't fights, really working cool. that well. So, anyway, anyway, that's interesting. And I did not y- know that. What is your teaching style? How would you describe your teaching style, Mister? Oh Rice? wow, how would I describe? I feel like I'm at a job interview. You kind of are. Oh, well, you're ready to quit. So, that, well, every teacher is about <laughs> half a right step away from quitting most of the time. <laughs> Uh, my teaching style. I, I I would say that I I plan lessons in a very hyper organized fashion. And then I throw that completely away when I am about to deliver the lesson. Um, so not so much improvisational, I suppose. But uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I've been doing it for 13 years, so it's kind of second nature now. But do, do you, are you given like a, a lot of latitude? In other words, do you have to follow? Here's a book, and here's what you have to teach a minimum. I'm guessing there's some standards or you're, you're, Yeah, there are standards. Uh, there's, no, then, there's no set curriculum, though. Okay, so, so you, you can, can come in there and do really kind of wild, crazy things. Yeah. Okay, you can really amp it up. You can get crazy with stuff to get people's attention and, and try you, to do... Well, but I've, I've often found that the teachers who get crazy have students who aren't on task. Okay. So you you got to be watching them. Okay. Because any time you give a teenager the chance to, you know, just go inward and well, let's face it, nowadays to just look at their phone and be on that the whole goddamn time, oh. they will choose that. You, you can't have their phones at the, at the table when they walk in and say all the phones? Uh, so an interesting phenomenon there. A friend of mine uh, actually tried that, and they have separation anxiety from their phones. And in fact, if they couldn't see the, uh, the container that had the phones mm-hmm. in it, like if, if it was on the side of a f- cabinet or whatever and they couldn't see it, they then she was simply unable to find, to get their attention. It was not possible because they they huh. did not have their phone on okay. them. So it's better for them to have it on their person. Just it's better not for them to sight. have it on their person, but not in sight. Yeah. Can you? Are there rules where huh? you cannot be on? I mean, you've got this. Has to be something. Sure. But I mean, if you actually rigidly enforce those rules, and you'll be writing kids up all day. That's all you'd be doing is not That's all you would be doing. You yeah. have it. I call it educational triage. You just kind of have to at some point. You know, let the let the dead ones or the dying ones die, and mm. and just sort of do well with what you can. Take um, care of the heart attacks and the stub toes can sit in the waiting room. Like that's that. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. But See, I that's know, the always been the, kind of. These are why I'm asking because Joe probably knows these answers already because you just got rid of Portia. Well, say <laughs> got rid of Portia. <laughs> That damn Shout kid. Out. Hey, Porsche, I love you too. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I actually had to send her a text earlier today just letting her know, listen, 
you're going to listen to the podcast. I made a comment about you. I was just joking. And she goes, oh, my God, what did you say? And I said, well, we had the Swillers on. And I said that. <laughs> Enough said right there. I, yeah. I, I, I kind of made, made a mention of the fact that I like your boyfriend more than you most of the time. <laughs> And she's like, oh, no, I just kind of assumed that. <laughs> okay. That's good. And she That's can move fine. on. And yeah, good. That's how mature yeah. she is. Yeah. You did a good yeah. job with her. Get the hell out of the acceptance. Next. Now, she, yeah. was, she was one of yours. I mean, she was. is it yeah. possible to go through high school or wherever you're teaching and not, not have you as a teacher ever? Sure. Okay. So. Uh, I mean, I teach, well, let's see. How many sections of biology are there? General biology. There's probably five, I don't know, probably about nine sections of general bio eight or nine, and I only teach one. Uh, then there's three sections of... What is the section called? Or what is your... Is it going to... You know, you say a section means... Oh, just, an individu- individual not, class. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah. So do you... Uh, in, in biology, uh, is there a... Do you do labs and stuff too? Like you sure. frogs and whatnot? And sure. I do, I do far more in Cambridge biology than I do in general. Okay. Uh, if, if for no other reason than Cambridge biology classes are a bit smaller, so they're easier to manage okay. in terms of, you know, giving them scalpels and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, not too many dissections anymore, though. That used to be the the hip thing. Uh, kind so of they like, don't do that Kind of like anymore. using the phrase hip thing used to be the hip thing. But, uh, <laughs> so I, I, really I do a handful yourself. of them. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so yeah, I mean, more microscope labs, um, you know, the classic onion cell, cheek cell laboratory. Uh, okay. Now, and then, you know, you have to do a lot of simulations, which are kind of difficult to do. Okay. Because uh, you can't really, I don't know, let's pick something. You can't really run a transpiration experiment in a single day, for example. So you kind of do an online simulation sort of thing okay. so they can get an idea how that goes. And Okay. And then, of course, you never have enough computers because they're doing ACT testing. That would be the current problem that I'm Well, there's having, no reason why you guys should have access to computers, really. So why, why would you need that? Yeah, it's yeah. not. I don't not understand. A, no. Books did fine for... <laughs> you sound like the teachers that I had, and I'm sure Dave, David <laughs> yeah. had as well, that said you're not going to carry around a calculator with you everywhere you go. <laughs> oh, it's yes, true. I remember this too, yes. Shh. Crazy how I kind do. Kind of it's weird how you do all of a sudden. Crazy, yeah. <laughs> uh, did you know... Now, in all your years of teaching biology, did you know that mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell? I will fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, actually promised God. a couple of friends of mine that I would ask you that question. <laughs> <laughs> I see how this is going to be. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, yeah, one of many phrases that elementary uh, teachers use without really knowing what the fuck they're talking about. Because it's really not. I mean, adenosine triphosphate is still processed. It's processed in other ways, but the mitochondria is a small portion of a whole chain of events. It is where cellular respiration, you know, takes place. Um, it It is, if you want to boil it down to as most rudimentary and... <laughs> And uh, archaic a term, you could call it a powerhouse. <laughs> I just it's 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 become so, it's becomes it's a it's a meme now. It's a thing. That's a the, and but I remember Mr. Wick, eighth grade, Troy Junior High School, Go Spartans. <laughs> he said. <laughs> The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell, and then years later, our generation is on the internet, and they just, just like just remember if you if you'd ever take away one thing from high school biology, remember mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell, and that shit just cracks me up because I'm like, twenty five years after the fact, yeah, 
It is. And it's and also yeah. quite possibly just like one of the most useless pieces of knowledge you can actually have. Absolutely. If you just knew what the fuck cellular respiration was, that'd be something. That, exactly. would, be, that would be much better to focus on. Uh, if you knew what that, ATP yeah. was. Um, my other favorite is, is the sort of uh, grade school definition of a hypothesis. As an educated guess. Yeah. What the fuck is an educated guess? Yeah. That is a contradiction in terms. It kind of is. Yes. And I cannot stand it. A hypothesis is a prediction. It's nothing more. And it has to be testable. So it's a testable prediction. None of this educated guess bullshit. And it's not like you need more words to describe it other than educated guess. It's not like a fall short of describing it. You literally just said in two words exactly what right what it is it's testable a, prediction testable prediction yeah. uh, two two words that also tell you a hell of a lot more about what a hypothesis is yes and i don't actually remember what you just what is an educated guess i don't recall yeah. that being a phrase uh, when oh my talking god about a hypothesis. i still hear it all the time interesting yeah all the time drives me insane it, which it's a short trip let's face it but <laughs> Um, but no, they're, 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 <laughs> you're, they're, you are a high school science teacher. You're on the verge. Of I'm snapping. always on the verge. <laughs> you're all you're at nine point five out of ten, just ready to go. And any that's just when I got up in the morning. Yeah. Right? Oh well, uh, maybe nine point eight when I got up. Actually, are you really optimistic at the beginning of the day? And no, then you just are turned into no, a pile. I of- am. <laughs> I am so not a morning person. Yeah, the fact that school. Uh, I mean, what are the one of the best things about teaching back in Ohio is our school didn't start until uh, nine. I want to say it was. It was. It was really, really awesome. Actually, um, nine, nine. Oh nine. no, I know what it was. We were on this. Well, this wasn't awesome, but we were on this triple split session because they really needed to build a new building. But of course, that's what we went through. We why, had split sessions. Why would yeah. you, you know, pay taxes for education? So. We had this triple split session, mm-hmm. and I taught the last session of the day. So I taught from noon to six. Whew, ours was never that late, but ours was a split session. Yeah. It was awful. And yeah. guess what quality of student you get it's... in the noon to six crowd? Oh, I'm sure there. Oh, it was yeah. it was fun. Yeah, actually, part of it was fun. We but, had that uh, that and a bunch of trailers. We had classes and trailers all over, oh, yeah. all over the campus. KHS. King, yeah, Kingman High School. The high school that I went to when I went there was the nice high school, and the downtown high school was the dirty high school. was the old, broken-down, shitty one. Mm-hmm. Now, not so much because they have fucking trailers in the parking lot at KHS, and it looks like shit. Mm-hmm. It's run down. There's graffiti on it. It looks like it, it looks like the high school from that fucking movie with Coolio and... Gangsters uh, Paradise. Yeah, whatever. I forget, I forget the name of that school. Not or the quite name of movie. as urban. Not quite as urban or diverse. Slightly less. Yeah, so. less less shooty. Less shooty. Less shooty. Bang 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 bang. Less pew 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 pew. It's not like fuck. Is it Franklin? Now nah, there, there's the one high school that's in that's it's like South Columbus <laughs> that is known for being very bad, and we always, 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 always played them as a non-conference football nice. game. It, yeah, it was always them every year and every year. I mean, th- when you go someplace and it, the school is so bad that the marching band bus gets bottles and shit thrown at it as it's leaving <laughs> after, you, after you beat them, that's how you know that's the actual that's fucking get awesome. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, that and uh, Springfield South. Springfield South is also John Legend's high school. The singer, oh, Grammy oh award-winning singer-songwriter from Springfield, Ohio, John Legend, it went to the shittiest, ghettoest, f- most fucked-up 
dirt ass grounds. They didn't even have money for grass. You know what I would what I would like you to do, Joe, is please stop mm. sugarcoating your description. Yeah, I'm trying. High school. <laughs> I know we're trying to be careful with our language on this show. Are John we Legend's piece of fucking shit high school. <laughs> I'm just letting you people know that that's where the struggle in his voice comes from. The fact that he went to... <laughs> I was going to say... <laughs> the tension you can hear. Look that's what it right. birthed. It birthed Mr. It Legend. birthed Mr. Legend. Mm-hmm. Birthed. So if, if you can teach... adversity. Do you want to keep... Te- are you, would you like to ever teach something else? Or you you love... Forget this district. I know it's kind of fucked up. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But but is it is it, <laughs> is it biology? Is that what you like to keep teaching? Or you like to ever thought about physics or something else like that? Or Oh, no. Physics and chemistry are such different animals. Yes, they are. Uh, and, and I don't have certification in those two subjects anyway. But you could if you wanted to really See, but that would really... Up. That would really... Yeah, that would... And, and who the hell wants to be a high school chemistry teacher? I don't know. Most thankless job. I can think of Tom Jennings. That's true. <laughs> Loves it no, so much. He's done it twice. I'm pretty sure Tom Jennings wants to be a physics teacher, and chemistry is just what you have to teach when you're a physics teacher. Yeah. But um, That's the most appropriate response I, and hyper accurate. You, you, you got to take the good with the bad. <laughs> and and the, I mean the terrible thing about being a high school chemistry teacher is setting up all those damn labs. Uh, oh, it's bad yeah. enough for biology. Oh yeah, but at least my labs don't involve shit that will actually blow up. I, I had a problem. I told not you too I much had blowing up in my, biology. My high school chemistry, we were making aspirin, and I had an issue with the valve that was with the salicylic acid, and it dumped and completely. And we had to evacuate the chemistry wing of the school because oh. of me. Oh, that was you. Yes. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. I remember us talking about yeah, this now because I also had a similar story where I yes, yes, you had. I broke the Nalgene bottle with mercury in it. And <laughs> Yeah, half a liter of mercury. Half a liter of <laughs> on the nice. on the third floor of a three-story <laughs> high school. The whole place was closed. It was two like, days. It's like Terminator Two, where the mercury was floating yeah, around was like, the silver flow. Yeah, except instead of like Arnold Schwarzenegger jumping into the hot lava, it was the hot lava. Excuse me, the molten steel. It was Mr. Fellers. I can't believe you did this. Which is hilarious because it was Mr. Motler, which was one of my favorites. I remember all the teachers that, like that I like the 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 ones that I would not say were there to, for a paycheck. Mm-hmm. That were actual educators. Mr. Jennings would be one. Sure. Mr. Motler was one. But Mr. Motler's last year was my freshman year. He taught earth science. His first year teaching, he taught my father. My father's wow. freshman year. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Seventy two wow. to like ninety five would have been ninety five ninety six. Yeah. But Mr. Montler was like, oh, Mr. Fellers, I can't believe you did that. He was just so just monotone. Nice. So just disaffected because he'd been teaching for a thousand years. Right. Yes. And I would love to get to that stage. But <laughs> just, I hope you don't. Um, he, well, wasn't, but, he would get excited about things like we would. he would get excited about the water cycle. I was like, sure. Well, he is yeah. an earth science teacher. They're, yes. They're yeah. not put together the same way as the rest of us. <laughs> they're, they're a little easy. They're they're, a little I don't off. know what the hell's going on in their heads. But Mr. Mahler, he was passing around. He had these these screw top Nalgene bottles that were taped up so you couldn't see what was in them. And he would pass them around so you could see what density felt like. So you had but you wanted one to was see what was in there. No, no, no. Oh. I didn't. No, I didn't because oh. I didn't want to be suspended. Okay. He, but he, because he said, be careful, this one weighs 25 pounds. He specifically he said, "Okay, this one's alcohol. This is water. This has dirt. You know." Da, 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 and they, all, they, and all, then he they has, all the same volume of stuff, but he wanted to show how he was demonstrating gotcha. density. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. And you. and handed me uh, handed I was handed by a girl who had I maintain it was her fault. 
Well, it's women. It, you know, we're talking wow, about wow, in wow. Ge- Genesis. You know, we Eve we went, and the we whole went thing. from uh, we went from blaming <laughs> one classmate who happens to be a girl to the downfall of humanity and the Bible, yes. and we know where that goes. Do we? She handed me a dense <laughs> apple. Is basically what it was. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Apple weighed twenty five pounds, and, and I will straight up call her out. Her, 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 I don't know what her married name is, but her, her, her maiden name is Lindsay Besecker. Oh, B-Secker. I knew a Besecker. Did you really? Yeah. Did she have a first class ass in seventh grade? I, I don't remember because I didn't huh? see her again until she was like thirty. Yeah, uh, twenty. Uh, we were twenty. How did her ass turn out? Fantastic. Okay, good. Pooped out a few kids. Still looks great. <laughs> but she handed you. Hmm. Okay, she how hand, handed bat, you the t- ass aside. She handed. <laughs> She she handed me this and I dropped it. Yeah, because I wasn't prepared for it to weigh twenty five pounds. And you were probably thinking about her ass at the same time. I probably was. Yeah, I'm just guessing. Yeah, because well, she had braces, Ooh. and it was the '90s, so she had crunchy like moose hair. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh. Yeah, <sighs> you were you I, were good to go. I'm getting parched. <laughs> have a little. Have a little. Ha. <laughs> Seriously though, is the heat that, on, baby? Oh, baby, oh, the heat I on. Need to get me something tall and cool to drink. <laughs> my God, my stars, Lord of Mercy. Mm-hmm. Oh man, no, I, honestly, uh, Joe's getting a little flush, isn't he? I am a little. Can you see him over there? He's he little, is. There. No, seriously, if you ask, I don't any, think I've ever seen you get verklempt. Any, <laughs> any guy that that I that I went to junior high school with will remember that she was the first one to really develop a figure. Uh-oh. And I don't mean boobs because they're a bunch of they're a bunch of corn fed girls. Uh, they all have boobs in like fifth sure. grade. No, I mean I mean you know you you know David. But she was just she just had this fantastic ass. It was the era of like the tail end of acid wash jeans. Yeah, all that they were sure. really tight. Yes, sure. yes, it was perfect. You had to feel sorry I, for her in a way because honestly, think about the pressure or the whatever whatever she was going through because she was the first one, and then every guy is looking at her figure. Oh, I'm sure you know. she ate it up. She absolutely oh, loved really? it. She had great okay. self-esteem. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that level of attention yeah. just big... obviously leads to okay. you know, such mm. terrible self-esteem and everything. Okay, so right. she's handing the pretty those... people have always had it so fucking hard. Yeah. yeah, let's talk about how hard the pretty rich people are, Paul. <laughs> God almighty. <laughs> Silver spoon and a beautiful ass. That's you have you. no idea what pressure there is. <laughs> Heavy lies the crown. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> Wow. You have to perform well at the fucking country club. You can't embarrass your at parents. Alta, at Alta. We Alta, talked about Alta. Atlanta Late Lawn Late. Tennis Association. <laughs> Joe, Joe learned all about that. He did this Last week, he was talking about He's like, yeah, Alta Tennis. I used to play tennis with the way, like, what? You used to play tennis? Was it Alta? Yeah, oh, he didn't yeah, know that. All the and went, time. Oh, yeah. He looks up Alta, and he goes, oh, my God. Let me tell you how exclusive Alta is. Alta. The, the Atlanta, Atlanta Lawn Tennis Association. Lawn, okay, we're not talking real tennis. No, it's no, tennis. No, it was real tennis. But it was just, they they just, just call it Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking tennis. of lawn bowling. I not, apologize. Yeah, I right, apologize. Yeah. yeah. So I look. I Googled it, and I went to clicked on the website, and you have to have uh, you have to enter a username and password just to get you to their website. Nice. on the website. That's how exclusive that shit is. I understand. I didn't realize you were so fucking la di da. I'm was, not. He grew up well to do. His dad wasn't. was a pilot for Delta. Yeah. Well, fair enough. I mean, yeah, yeah, whatever. You're, you had money. It's fine. It's okay. It, it, it had a little bit, a little bit. There were many more people that were a lot more wealthy than we were. I'm just saying. Fine. Your dad had an expensive glider habit. No, he he did. Yeah, more better than drinking expensive and cocaine. Glide. Well, <laughs> so is it? Was it? I don't yeah. know. I'm sure it was. I don't know. Actually, yeah. 
But I want to get back to okay, back, B-Secker back, and Lindsay handing, B-Secker, she handing she, over the Holy Grail. She handed me the, yeah. the goddamn 25-pound the, the, bottle. The, of yeah, the 25-pound liter of mercury. And I dropped it, and it cracked, and just blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, my God. And Mr. Montler's like, oh, Mr. Fellers. <laughs> and just shook his head. He goes, all right, everybody needs to stand up and walk outside. <laughs> Mr. Fellers, I need you to get out of your chair, step across. And I had to, like, get on the table and walk, like, and get over it because he didn't want me to step in it and track it out. So I it gotcha. was contained. So he was very calm. He was very yeah. calm about it because I'm fairly certain that shit happened before. I yeah. guarantee you that that <laughs> happened. And they shut the school down for the rest of that day. And Good another for you. Full you were like to, a folk hero. I kind of was for probably <laughs> wow. a couple of weeks. I was a bit of a folk hero. They told tales of me like Tom Bombadil That's or right. some shit. Like it was, it, it was insane. It was, it was definitely, uh, it was probably the highlight of my high school years there. Now, I have many fun things happen in the back of the band bus that were way better than sure. that. Sure. But for a couple, oh yeah, American Pie came out and I was like, that's accurate. That's absolutely yes. 100% accurate. Yeah. Were you in band? I was not in band. Oh. I was in choir. Oh, you're still a fine arts nerd though. Um, Sure. Yeah, not as cool. I in was, the hierarchy of fine arts nerds, like their marching band kids are the coolest. That's drama what, and that's marching, what marching band kids think. Yeah, yes. it's more like the drama kids. The the, the see that was my thing. Yes, like, drama. I was, they're, they're I the, was yeah. lead in the high school play for three years. What the shit? Yeah, including the year it was Little Orphan Annie. It, hey, listen. Hey, <laughs> that's <laughs> right. come out tomorrow. Actually, that was my audition song. I but, fucking uh, hope so. Yeah. I hope yeah. it was. Yeah, no, it, it should was, be. It was poetry in motion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, that was loads of fun. Actually. But what, but I was what? never a band geek. Oh, uh, yeah, huh. yeah. We didn't want you in our club. No, I I, I I just instruments weren't my thing. I would touch them and they would just sort of explode on their own. It was weird. It's not good. That's not how. No, you, it's not how they're used. So it's like a I've been told coordination kind of just wasn't gonna. Wasn't it's just not my thing. The yeah. muse wasn't going. The muse. No, not, the muse basically was like just just get the fuck rid of that thing. Yeah. If you yeah. It had a mute muse in that it was, category. <laughs> no, she was a mean muse. <laughs> yeah, mean. Like you'll never amount to anything. On the clarinet. So, so you, but you would teach. You would keep. Then biology is your, is your gig. That's your. That's that's your kind of your well, calling. Sure. 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 Okay. Well, I drama. Mean, being a drama kid, every person I know that is that like that that love doing drama, the dramatic arts. Uh-huh. If they decided to be, go into education, they were phenomenal. They're phenomenal speakers and orators already. Uh-huh. Sure. And it just kind which of, he kind is. Of go, and he really is. It's true. Well. So, I've seen you speak. Borderline narcissist as well, so that helps. Yeah. Borderline? And we... we <laughs> borderline? And, and we recruited him for a few things where uh, oratory skills were required to get that voice out there and do booming, booming presentations. But to just talk about him for himself, why he's here, and not looking at him, it, it, it is true that Joe has told me, Joe, Joe... Do you want to mute David, his microphone so we can talk no, about yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> he has no recourse. He's, no, he can't just say a goddamn thing. He, um, I could project into your mic, sons of bitches. D- David Rice has affected... In a, this is, he's one of those teachers that people remember, if I recall, the way you speak about him and the way Portia did and does, probably still, and other ones that I know that have had you, David, for a teacher, you're one of those, and I had a couple of those too that I can remember back in high school. He is one of those teachers that had made a difference in their life. It's absolutely true. And, 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 and it's, it's a big damn deal, David. It's a big deal. It's too bad those great and, compliments don't pay the fucking bills, though. Yeah, That's I know, true. Yeah. I know. If you just add some 
dollars on to on top of that a little bit more. But there has to be at least, and I, I think you probably at least recognize some of that. But you're you're rather humble, and uh, and 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 you may not. Well, yeah, quit laughing, Joe. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, have you ever hung out Joe's, with him for more Joe's than a minute? He's really not keeping up his end of the bargain. No, here, he's not. He? He's not. Um, and I just want to at least acknowledge that for the, for those people that don't really know David that well, a lot of them do, and a lot of local listeners. So, uh, but we are talking about him in particular, you, David, but also the educational system. But this is a big deal. There were a couple of teachers that I can look back and go, he made a difference in in what I kind of do today. Absolutely. And it was Mr. Stevens, physics teacher, was was one of them that I had. Um, Tom Jennings would be one of mine. Sure. One that you know. Do you, I think I think we talked about him uh, is uh, Sanders. Brett Sanders. Brett. Brett. Brett, Brett? Sanders. He was uh, at one point in time. I don't know. I assume he's still down there, but he was pre- president or superintendent of Malk. I you know I don't I didn't I because you I know yeah. you were in Bullhead. I thought maybe you might know those. I thought I could have swore we had a conversation about it. Maybe it might have been somebody else. The Todd it, and Bullhead it, that I know. It's but. very likely um, a, a teacher friend of mine that I used to work with down there who now works at Lee, whose husband works at Malk. Okay. Let me let me like make that as convoluted as possible. Yeah, no, I'm I, not um, even I gave up. I'm drinking. I got yeah, it. Yeah, right. It's Mojave I'm out. area or Mojave Accelerated Learning Center is Malk. Okay. Yeah. Right. But uh, uh, yeah, his first year teaching, I had him, his first year teacher, uh, as a it was a history teacher. And his jam was actually Math, mathematics, but there was no, oh. but there was no where to put him. So, but he there was they no hired room him in the mathematical in, right? Apparently, uh, and that's he, shocking. Actually, amazingly enough, there there, there was, but they there was a uh, shortage of history teachers. So he taught U.S. history. It was like eighteen ninety to like nineteen fifty or something like that. Which was oh, wow, that's pretty fascinating area. Like a huge growth in the nation and all sorts of crazy yeah. things. But uh, he. I was complaining. He, he and I, for some reason, we just kind of hit it off. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because he's uh, he was an awkward nerd, and so am I. And, Kindred uh, spirit, definitely. But he used music as much as possible to teach. Like I still remember songs that he that he used to teach uh, uh, to teach us. And in fact, he memorized the Animaniacs. Remember Animaniacs? Countries the anima- of the world. The countries of the world. And played the Countries of the World song. There's a new version now, and there is because they cha- they changed it up. Yeah, because there's right. n- there's new countries still uh, still sung by I think it's Rob Paulson is his name who does the voice of Yakko. Yakko, yeah. do you have any idea what we're talking about? Anime? No, but you I'm remember okay. Anime on the Axe. Yeah. Oh. I got it, I got it, okay. I got some. Uh, Paul, you missed, anyway. it. you missed out. Any, anyway, but, the but Mr. You Sanders, really Mr. Sanders was the first teacher who ever I I, I was struggling with some shit, and he's like, Joe, what's wrong? I was like after class, and and he I said I I'm I cannot understand this shit and he goes well what do you mean this shit and i said it's it's my my math homework and he's well, what is it and it was i was in a combined like not quite college level algebra like i wasn't quite to like pre-trig Pre- but i wasn't pre-trig, pre-trig. Okay. like like tail tail so end talking of like algebra, algebra two essentially algebra stuff. two but there was still some geometry thrown in there as well so he i say I said, I don't fucking understand what I have to... I, I was pissed. I was like a junior in high school. Wow. I was like pissed off. And uh, I said, I don't understand why I'm learning this. Like, did, did I understood this at my old high school, which was shitty, or which which is which was way nicer than this shitty school, and I don't, like, I, I don't understand. I'm so frustrated. He goes, okay, look, you have to look at it from the bigger picture, and we're not teaching you how to do these things. We're teaching you how to think, step by step, exactly step right. by step, and bite off a little chunk at a time. And that, like, it was like... 
bong, like just rang like a fucking bell in like my head. Like lightning struck. Really and did. And I, yeah. I, 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 the next year I was in trig. The, the like cosmic tumblers align. Yeah. And yeah. he's one of those people I will forever remember that because he really had a passion for. Uh, it's like he got his jollies from seeing somebody who didn't know something and then at the, at the end of his class they knew more. That's what a teacher yeah, is supposed to be. And he loved that. And he well, just loved it. But I, yeah. but I had other teachers like, do you know Bob Grossman? Does that no, name ring a bell? He's not a, really, He no. was a dick face. He he was a history teacher who I had, I had my senior, junior and senior year also taught civics. And he would, when we got to class, he would say, well, just letting you know that I have 114 teaching days until retirement. Every day he would count down. He would just say that. That was the first. That's how he began each class. Then 113, that's, 112. You're saying well, yeah, he would it count makes down. You, it makes you down feel valued and loved. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that yeah. guy. And he got pissed off because the way he waited his way he wait, the the way that he waited his easier for you to test. Say. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. His test versus the homework. I could just not do the homework and get a B in his class because I aced every single uh, test. And he he sent a letter home to my dad. Saying that I was slacking off, even though I was getting straight B's. My dad goes, "What's the deal?" I'm like, "I don't like this guy." And I told him, and he's like, "Nah, eh, that's fine. <laughs> that's okay. fine. You're 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 carrying an 85 percent in this class, and that's fine. Yeah, that's good enough for me. And if he and if he wants to be like that, then that's fine. You're not going to change him, and I'm sure as hell not going to go and talk to him and well, change him. Yeah. So so that's fine. So I just kept doing it, and I I it, would prefer a lot fewer parents talking. To the school, yeah, that I, would be great. I can't actually. even imagine what. That's or the like. parents that should be talking to the school actually talking to the school. That's that it. would be great too. Yeah, so you're getting communication from parents that you really don't need or want. It's like parent-teacher conferences. It's only the kids who's. Or I'm sorry, it's only the parents whose kids are getting A's who show up. It's kind of a useless. Which evening. is weird, yeah. But that's why that this shows why they're getting A's too, because right. obviously they're engaged. There's involvement, yeah, yeah. And, so, and that's something I want to get into in our second segment. But we should take a break. Well, okay, that, and then we're going to talk about a couple other things too. So, fine, hit the button, Joe. I don't care. Just cut me off. I don't care. I was almost going to play the Sinatra Oscar music. <laughs> I was just waiting for you to shut the hell up. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Cartoon Casual with Mr. David Rice, one of the most revered school teachers we have here in Kingman, Arizona. Is Renaissance that true, Mr. Rice? I, I don't know Is about the word revered. Revered. Reviled? Reviled. 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 Yes. Reviled. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. I, I, I read that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> read, read his bio wrong. Pad. <laughs> The, the, uh, the students that love you love you to death, and the students that don't love you probably can't fucking. Are the ones you. that hate him because quote he fired he he failed me out of class or something quote unquote like he oh no they failed. know they know they failed themselves okay yeah good yeah because usually a friend of mine pointed out they do it's, it's pretty you, obvious he, some people like if they got an A hey I got an A but on the reverse of that is he failed me. Like in other words, oh, they still tried that I shit. I got an A, but, but he failed. If you were got an A or an F, yeah, but you know, then you point out the number of assignments they turned in versus you know the other kid, and right. it becomes pretty it's still someone else's fault. Pretty obvious. Hey oh, man, it's not. Well, this is a welcome, math class. Welcome to being teenagers. Yeah, right? I mean, it's always someone else's fault. You want to talk about? Let's talk about Red Fred a little bit. Sure. And uh, so ex- explain to the people explain what it <laughs> what it really is, how long the movement's going on, and what it means, and just give us the rundown. So. Uh, well, I, I can only speak from my personal experience, of course, but yes. uh, I know that I've worked here for, for 13 years, and the the very year that I moved here was the last year that teachers got raises Holy in, in Arizona. Crap. Uh, and this past year, after we marched on the State House's footsteps, was the next year that I got a raise. So I went over a decade without a single raise. Um, with, Is there a cost of living... At all? No. Okay. Cola, okay. nothing. No, no well, salary just, schedules, no cost, okay. no, no cola, no I just nothing. wanted to make sure that that was stated properly. So now you're making less money than you did 13 years ago. Sure. And even with the, of inflation. And, and we actually did pretty well in this district. We were, we were able to give everyone a 10% raise. Oh, really? Uh, pretty much across the board. Okay. And um, uh, Which is enormously helpful, don't get me wrong, but it still doesn't get us back to $2,008. Correct. Um, we'll need at least another 10%. Uh, if not more, to actually get back to how was this increase uh, financed by the state? Do you know where the money came from? Was it new taxes? Was it something else? Uh, or do you know? No. Well, I, I'm pretty sure it's not new taxes because we have Governor Ducey. Yes, and that is simply not going <laughs> not, to fly with his that, yeah. with his uh, libertarian politics. But um, it uh, Red for Red. I mean, it was one of those spontaneous things. We we like I like I started it. No. Um, <laughs> Who, West Virginia, I want to say. Was West Virginia first. started it. They, they, they. And that how, was that was pretty years, amazing. That, that was a how big many years deal. ago? About was last year. It was yeah. That's a well, that's is that new? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. They uh, went on but, strike. But it's it, it's 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 still it's still going. Oklahoma came after that. I know after us was North Carolina. I think North Carolina, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, apparently, LA Unified is having a red for red. Uh, okay, and, moment and as the, well, they're actually talking about striking in LA Unified. The word "red" doesn't mean anything other than just re- they're just using the color to I'm, get your attention. Does it yes, mean anything? I, okay, no, there's no. It's so it's not a it's not a conservative movement. It's not associated <laughs> with. Uh, in fact, rather the opposite in many ways. Yes, um, or an acronym or, or something. No, it's, it's just, just it, number one. It rhymes. Which yes, it does. Is, so, so that's that's Convenient. nice. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's just that color to get people's attention. I think is what it's is okay. really what got it. it. Okay. That was what my is, my first thought was that when I first heard about Red for Ed, and I was like, "There's no such thing as Reds for Ed." Yeah. There's, not, not <laughs> There's no really. such thing. Now maybe yeah. maybe maybe commies like yeah, like but. oh, it's Pinkos Fred. All right, I, I, I guess I could see that. You, you could support that. 
I, I could. I wouldn't support it because I, we have been accused of being that. Oh, I know multiple times. Socialism, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. No, I know, and it's it's absolutely terrible. the The problem is that the average human is an idiot. <laughs> average human or the average American? So, average human. Average uh, human. Average human. Yeah, and I would Americans say average are human. human so. and, and, and they love knee jerk reactions. Which oh, is yes. Why knee jerk reaction yes. is a phrase that exists. Super comfortable. And everyone is are. very reactive. They just mm-hmm. want to pop off about something without, and I'm guilty of it as well. I'm not saying I'm above anybody else, but I do. I, I can tell you right now that I really hate being wrong, and that's when I sure. I, I will not argue a point unless I'm a hundred percent certain, which is why I'm rarely wrong or my mouth is fucking shut, and, and I, I I just don't I just don't like to be wrong, and so I research things, I look things up because I'm like I don't know enough I don't know much about that. It's like when Ed Mann was on the podcast and i was like ed you're one of those guys you're like me if you don't know about something you're going to immediately look it up read it then or read it later if you look at my on my phone you look at the uh my uh open google it. chrome app i'll have 40 tabs open of wikipedia articles and shit that i'm just like slowly getting I thought through. you said you researched i do oh come on <laughs> come on what but year do you think it is fucking Mr. Teacher Rice? joke uh, okay uh, okay fine <laughs> Do you have a set of Encyclopedia Britannica <laughs> <laughs> with a quarter inch uh, of dust across the top? I, I'm of pretty sure that like the R and the S are missing at this point. Yeah, yeah. no shit. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, wow. so most people don't take the time to learn. Like they, there's all these ass hats last year that were saying twenty uh, percent raise. Blah, 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 when they don't look at the fact that in 2008, the last time there was a raise. Yes. Like they don't look. They don't look at the fact. It's like I I understand this intimately because uh, we went five years without any raises at KRMC, and I started working there in two thousand nine. Okay, <laughs> yeah. in, in December of two thousand nine, we went five years without any raises. Even with the cost of living raises that we had, uh, other than in those five years, we had zero raises. So we had a handful of raises here and there. It still doesn't add up to the amount of money in two thousand nine dollars that I was making. So I make less money now. Sure. So this is something that I, I'm. So I understand what you're saying, and I try to explain this to people, but they don't want to hear it. I, I convinced a few people. They're like, no, they're asking for twenty percent just to bring them up to kind of where where they. Well, and, they and were more to the, the point, we amount. had a lot more demands than just teacher raises. Of I mean, course, that was the yeah. part that got the most oh. publicity, and that's the part that, of course, affects you know your bottom line and all that. But okay, I mean, so what, what are the other big? You got teacher. You had to have money, and this is easy for me to comprehend because I've got a finance degree. But so many people don't understand. In two, what do you mean two thousand eight dollars? What do you if, if you got to really sit down and explain all this? This gets very exhausting. Yeah. Well, so what does that mean? What else? What were so the other pay points? Uh, so else? some of our other points had to do with uh, teacher student ratio. Definitely, okay. definitely counselor to student ratio. Mm-hmm. Arizona does simply does not. Um, boy, I don't know how to say this without possibly offending people. Thank God I can do that. I suppose mm. uh, it's up to you. Arizona doesn't value school counselors like okay. like a lot of other states do. They, don't get me wrong; a lot of other states are dropping the ball on education too. Uh, but we, are, Arizona's counselor to student ratio is just absolutely asinine. I forget exactly what it is, but it's 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 just it's pathetic. Is okay. what it is, and so we need to hire a lot more school counselors and actually make salaries available to to make that happen. Especially with mental health being the, I mean, I've had students commit suicide. It's it's awful, and it mm-hmm. but it does happen. Mm-hmm. And school counselors aren't really, th- they just they're so overburdened that it's. 
how do I want to say this? It's just sort of a losing proposition to even think that they could keep the tabs that they need to on the kids that, that need it. Mm-hmm. It's just not possible for them. Um, now, when you say counselors, are you lumping them in with school psychologists as well? Well, do you feel do they you are not? psychologists? I mean, they're not school psychologists. So when you said counselor, in my mind, I was thinking like guidance counselor, which they, is and, they're yeah. still important. But, There's but not guidance them, counselors but, like, aren't different. what they used to be, Joe. Not when we like when we were in school, a guidance counselor just said, "Hey, Ohio University is pretty cool," or that it's not what counselors are anymore. Right? Yeah, they help with you with your scheduling and everything, but they're also definitely trained in psychology, and and they're there to be that sort of uh, to fill that gap, if you will, between. So counselors now have to do with with things that happen or bully issues and things Absolutely. like this. Absolutely, that, they deal that's with bullying every day. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. That now, so now I have a f- clearer picture of that. Okay. Yeah, and I, and I suppose that's another. I mean, the the problem of perception, right? I mean, a lot of if you unless you're in education, you know, and you see these things every day, you're simply basing everything on your experience when you were in school right. X number of years ago. And quite often it's decades of people that are popping their mouths off. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like um, myself, if I were to pop my mouth off. And, and I, I suppose the the part that gets us in the most trouble with Red for Ed, of course, is where we are we are asking that people be more progressively minded when it comes to taxes. Mm-hmm. And that you get what you pay for. And, uh, you know, that maybe this attitude that, that, uh, that we don't need to actually increase taxes, you know, and yes, I'm talking to Governor Ducey right now, this attitude. Oh, that you talked to him face to face. I saw it. I did talk to him face actually, to face. Actually, in the brewery. I was there. And, and, and my, my question was, uh, not question, but my statement was simply that we need to increase educational expenditures if we want Arizona to be competitive. And, and his response to me was, well, we got to keep taxes low to keep corporations happy. And I'm paraphrasing, of course, mm-hmm. his words. And unfortunately, he moved on to the next person before I could say my, my typical response to this, uh, this corporate bullshit line, as far as I'm concerned, which is, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure CEOs need good public schools, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, corporations don't just send their kids to private schools. And by the way, your private schools really aren't as competitive as you think they are either. But uh, it, I, I, of course, didn't get a chance to say that. And be a little snarky with our uh, elected officials. Here's one of the things a lot of people don't understand either. When the people say the corporate taxes are too high, this kind of, I, okay, we can have an argument about that. But a lot of corporations that are not huge, and in, I have a financial so I know some of this stuff, is that they don't pay a lot of taxes anyway, no matter what the rate is, because stuff is distributed out in stockholders or in salaries. Yeah. So they're, your job, part of your job is to reduce your profits down as low as you can and then distribute it out. And by the time it gets down to the corporation, oh, we showed uh, $400 a profit last year. Yeah, exactly. Boom, we'll pay 40% on that. Well, but, and, but you and, don't even necessarily have to do that anymore. All you have to do is make a lot of money, and then you, and then you qualify for just an immense number of... Uh, uh, exemptions, right? If you exactly, will. exactly. And so and his we, statement we have, is: we have is, hundreds of exemptions in right. the state of Arizona. So his statement: got to keep corporate taxes low. Uh, you know, that's kind of one of these dog whistly kind of weird things. We got to keep the companies happy. All that. I get it. I mean, I have a business here. I understand what that's supposed to say and mean, but it's sure. not really accurate. No, it's, it's really not the not. way. It's not the way it works. Um, and of course, it's all political. The um, as far as Red for Ed is concerned, just to get back to that, sorry. Yeah. I mean, our, our demands are not simply salary. It's working conditions. It's actually making sure that the education our students get is a, is a good education. And not that it isn't now, but it could be so much better. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't just come down to money. 
but in some ways it does. Mm -hmm. The average sort of tenure, if you will, of an Arizona teacher is, and I could, of course, be talking on my ass here, but the last time I heard the statistics, is less than five years. Wow. That's the average across the board in Arizona, which means people come here, they work for a few years, and then they get the hell out of Arizona. Because you can go anywhere else around us and make about nine grand more per year. And that, that is simply not a sustainable formula for education in, the, in our state. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was high time that the people who teach people how to think marched on the government and told them how to think. And it, it did work to some extent. You know, we did get some, some bit of a raise. Uh, we'll see what the governor's budget looks like later this month. Of course, to get school ratios different, like that's one of your big things also. That means, again, money because it means schools are adding on to schools and building more. Uh, facilities is that correct? Is Absolutely. that what that means? Okay. Uh, yeah, facility, more facilities teachers. maintenance is also a big issue. We have schools in the valley that have air conditioning issues and have perpetual air conditioning oh, issues. Fuck the kids. Uh, well, I'm not saying fuck, fuck the, the kids. kids I, but we're I, just, I, <laughs> that's a joke. Dennis Leary. Yeah. God damn it! <laughs> I'm not saying fuck the kids. I'm, I'm just saying, saying fuck, fuck the, them. Fuck the exactly. kids. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So uh, and yeah, that, and that's a that's survival a of the fittest. If they have to, if they pass out. <laughs> right. Yes. I'm, well, I'm, I'm sorry. I, see, well, no. I mean, you're, now you're talking my language because I am biology, <laughs> biology teacher, of course. Teacher. <laughs> um, so, it, short of social Darwinism, though, I, I think maybe our uh, our state can embrace a slightly different okay. philosophy. Okay. Uh, I mean, at least get him a fucking rolling swamp cooler. Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. No, but it, it really, I can recall. The junior high that I went to in Ohio had air conditioning. Okay. And I remember being able to concentrate better in seventh and eighth grade at that very beginning, like uh, like like May, middle of May, end of May, when it started to get kind of hot and humid and kind of sticky. And that first month back was oh, rough. Yeah. Was rough in you know in September was the was was rough in school in the afternoon because it was hotter than shit. Mm-hmm. Because the 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 all the elementary schools I went to in Ohio and my high school that I went to in Ohio. No AC. Oh, really? Yeah, no AC. Yeah, we had windows. Windows? Sometimes a cross breeze no. from the pig farm. Yeah. Yeah, that was always <laughs> yeah. awesome. Or the paper plant. Or, yes. Oh, God. Yeah. Thank God I didn't. I, I've been by a paper plant before, and I know that that is worse than a hog farm. Oh, it's bad. It really is. It's they have in Charleston and Georgetown, South Carolina, and Savannah, Georgia. And the paper paper mill is the worst. It's it's terrible all year round. At least mm-hmm. the hog farm's only bad in the yeah. summer. <laughs> fall. But anyway, so it is distracting so, to not have that. That's a that's a and that's a. Not only is that a uh, condition for the kids to where they they don't have the the proper. That to me is a is a tool for learning is being comfortable enough. Yes. To where they're not distracted by being like that. It's just and, and more to the point. It's also a tool that illustrates you know the haves and the have-nots uh rich districts which are rich districts simply because of property taxes and lots of other things but um you know they they don't have a problem paying for air conditioning are you nuts why would we not actually Uh why would we not pay for that for our kids and for that kind of very this is phoenix we're talking about to live at all in phoenix without air conditioning seems like uh just cruelty to me so but, is there some money going towards that kind of basic stuff now or not really like you said there's air conditioning issues is it do you know if it's uh, i'm not exactly in? sure how that part uh, yeah. shook out i really yeah i'm not I'm just kind of wondering you brought it up and just kind of wondering if it if it's i mean it's, i wouldn't be surprised if it's not i'm just wondering if yeah it i is. don't really know well here in kingman actually we're fairly well i mean obviously our climate is 
nothing like it is down in the valley. So we're, yeah. we're fortunate there. But we still have some air conditioning issues and things like that that need taken care of. We have some older buildings uh, that, that have some issues. And applying for state grants and things like that isn't as easy as it used to be. And, and it could be, and especially when you've got uh, leaders such as Governor Ducey talking out one side of their mouth about how amazing the economy is mm-hmm. and how we're, you know, in that period of recovery and we're, everyone's making money mm-hmm. uh, like crazy. And, and it's not everyone. Uh, I, I get that your, you know, your corporate-backed dark money sponsors are doing fantastic. Scottsdale's probably doing okay. Scottsdale seems to be doing just yeah, fine. <laughs> yes, last time I went through. Yeah. Um, by the way, trying to get Red Fred signatures in Scottsdale was was uh, fun. Would be the right <laughs> word, perhaps. That yes, I, I did try to do that, uh, and that would of course be for the Invest in Ed initiative. And I I will go ahead and say it out loud and proud: the Arizona Supreme Court completely hosed everyone by removing the Invest in Ed initiative from the ballot. Oh, I remember There's this. There's absolutely no reason that it should have happened. Yeah. It's an abuse of their power, and they should be fucking ashamed of themselves. Yeah. Um, so because there's this huge educational problem that we have in this state and in this country, and you are a teacher, I was telling Joe this earlier, I said, I, I'm pretty much sure, since you're a teacher, that it's all your fault. Very often. It, I mean, that's how it's portrayed. I, it's I not the kids or the parents or, it, the, no, or, the, or the lawmakers. Or the state level and or of the course, money. We're, yeah, we're getting away from, from policy to some extent here. We're getting into just, <laughs> yeah. you know, just the blame game and all that sort of fun yeah. stuff. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, parent-teacher conferences can go one of two ways. You yeah. know, granted, most of the time you're just getting those kids who's or excuse me, those parents whose kids have A's anyway. But occasionally you do get to have a meaty conversation with the parent and... Uh, of course, it's all your fault because it can't yeah. possibly be their little angel's fault. But then, yeah. you know, you if you can actually show this parent some data and maybe just be a, have a little ounce of, of compassion and understanding that their life is every bit as shitty as yours because you know their kid. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and, and I deal with your shitty kid more than you do. <laughs> yes, yeah. bro. So, you know, uh, if you if you can alter the conversation to 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 make it a little more sympathetic and understanding that I, I don't know, I've been, I've been pretty good at doing that throughout my career. Um, I very rarely have trouble with parents, a few on occasion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and again, we're all stressed out. We're all busy. I have no kids of my own. So I, you know, I, I have the luxury of being able to just sit back and watch them. Um, what's the word I want to use? Grow and to, mature. Yeah. Grow and mature. <laughs> sure. No, to watch the parental interaction oh. with, their, with their own children and, oh. and not have to deal with that on my own is fantastic. But, um, but no, uh, parent, parenting is a stressful job too. And I think it's a teacher's job to, to be understanding of that. But it's definitely an administrator's job to not throw their teachers under the bus mm-hmm. just to make parents happy. And that's the path of least resistance that we have right now mm-hmm. that makes teaching a very... Uh, unattractive uh, job prospect for a lot of people. But what we have is not is not tenable. Some progress was made, and I, you guys are still going to be active. I've seen the Red for Ed. Uh, oh, we're not going anywhere. Is, yeah, so I, I, I hope, because it's not tenable. You can't keep doing It's not possible to keep going this way and, and ha- help for success. Arizona really should be one of those states that that is a, 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 a gleaming example. And we used to be. Yeah. 
That's the more interesting thing. I mean, this is before my time, but back in the 80s, we were very highly ranked. We had some of the best schools in the nation. No kidding. Okay. Uh, wow, I didn't and, know that. And that's, I, Absolutely, and that's because we had tax policies and and even Republic. I mean, even Republican governors and, and Republican legislators, if we wanted to divide it on party grounds, who were still understanding of the idea that if you don't put money into schools, they don't get better. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just the way it and works. And you're going to attract more people, too. And, and, and the result, when you graduate students that are learning and, and going to be part of society, productive members, and move on to educate themselves better or starting in their own businesses or whatever, if the whole system is working, everybody benefits. Sure. And this is probably where the libertarians and Republicans just hate this concept because it's all about individual this and do that and we're going to do – and it's yeah. just – I'm sorry. There is a community that is, is – we all we, we live here together. We're in a community. We're dry, we see people. We're not living out – we're not isolated. It's right. part of this. We all get affected by the people who are not educated and we run into every single day of our lives. And, and it plays itself out at the national level, too. I mean, we, I mean President Trump had, had a, a golden opportunity when he first came into office to not divide, to tell his base to simmer down for five seconds and let's actually get some shit done. It wasn't and a golden f- opportunity. It was a golden shower that he had. Uh, uh, calm, calm down. But, oh, um, Joe. I know. Oh, Joe. Yeah. You gave me yeah. a mental image. How there. dare you? And... Hmm. and uh, <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that. <laughs> so, so we can go nowhere. Just leave that. You've derailed me, sir. I, no, I, I, um, but he had the golden opportunity. I'm still using that to, to <laughs> the, the first bill the guy should have introduced on behalf of us was an infrastructure bill, something yes. that the Congress could have sunk its teeth into and In, actually gotten, gotten something done. Yes. Uh, but instead, he didn't. He focused on health care as his first issue, possibly the most contentious <laughs> issue he could have yeah. chosen. And so I think it. in many ways... The state of Arizona and its leadership and its policy generating machine, if you will, is very much like the dysfunction. Well, thank God, not as bad as the dysfunction that we're seeing at the federal level. And for many of the same reasons. Okay. Uh, you, you have people in power who uh, were put there by a lot of dark money and, and who are going to be kept in by a lot of dark money. And uh, that you'll notice they also killed part of the dark money uh, proposition this year. Yes. Although there is some interesting uh, uh, stuff coming out of the courts about that. But uh, it, we're, we're seeing this sort of libertarian philosophy shoved down our throats in Arizona as we are at the national level. And, and, and at Kingman also, mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. seeing this as well with Prop 413 yeah. uh, passing the way that it did. This idea uh, that... I don't spend a tiny bit more in a way that I probably won't even notice so that I can get things like roads and bridges and all those sorts of uh, things, you know. Yeah, just on principle. Uh, just yeah. on principle, Because yes. no With no regard at any cost. Exactly. It's, 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 it's a hard-line stance that doesn't do anybody any good. And before you know it, you've got bridges collapsing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, and I, I drive across the country a lot. Family lives back in Ohio. I vacation a lot. And... Um, I never used to see those little signs next to bridges telling you their weight allowance. Uh, oh, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Whether, whether a trailer truck could ever actually drive across them or not. Yeah. I see them everywhere now. Yeah. And, and granted, that's just a little bit of anecdotal evidence, and I wouldn't expect any, any uh, listener worth their salt to, of course, rely uh, simply on anecdotal evidence. But 
we need things like infrastructure bills. We need things like public schools. We need those public money to be available and to be spent in, in, in wise ways. And, and all these things represent just, again, investment. It's like, well, you have to attract them with low taxes, and then they'll show up, and then you can have this infrastructure. Well, I had to build this building first yeah. before airplanes would show up and come here you know, to get worked on. I didn't, I didn't want to just say, hey, look how awesome I am, and just start show up around this dirt, and then my time <laughs> I get, if I get a bunch of money from you guys, eventually, maybe 20 years from now, I'll have enough money to build the facility. you got to build the infrastructure and invest. It takes money up front to solve some of these problems, period, end of story. Yeah, I mean, I think it absolutely does. And, and schooling... One of the things that most teachers, anyway, I won't say all because we don't all share the same philosophies, but one of the things that drives me absolutely insane as a teacher is when people start describing schools as businesses. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, you, you try to describe any business model to me that actually applies to public schools, and I, I don't know, I'll give you a Nobel Prize. I'll make it happen because I have never in a billion years seen a business model that can apply to public schools. What's your goal? In business, mm-hmm. to make I believe money it's called theory. profit. Yeah, you simply cannot generate a profit in public schools. Mm-hmm. Well, you're doing it, it is wrong. impossible. <laughs> We're doing it wrong. That's right. <laughs> Any sort of for-profit education is bad. Yeah, sure. I say this as someone who didn't go to college. I mean, I, a couple of years of well, community that, college, but like that—that's a problem. We're having a problem with that level of education as well. Talking right. about universities. Well, and, and if you and, if you look at the colleges that are getting their asses sued off, they're the for-profit universities. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. Trump Trump U comes to mind, of course, as mm-hmm. a as a poster child for this. But sure. no, it's it, it, healthcare is another one. Uh, for-profit healthcare. Yeah, for-profit yeah. healthcare is the is the reason why we are in the mess we're in in healthcare in this country. Yeah, there's no for, be, there's no profit motive behind insuring people who have pre-existing conditions. Right. It yeah. just it just doesn't make sense. Uh, so when you embrace a system like that, you start getting those inequalities. They're simply there, and you make them worse. And then we're seeing that in education. We're seeing that in healthcare. I'm sure there are other nonprofit industries that we're seeing this in too. But it's uh, it's something we can do something about. Um, not just at the ballot box, but when you're talking to people at the bar or whatever. Oh, not that we talk politics at the bar. Ever. No, I can't do no. that. Tim, no, Tim, not on my watch. God damn it, doesn't happen. <laughs> but um, I, I just point to the little sticky note behind my yeah. right, like wherever that is right now. I wish you would have sure. kept that original sign that was at, at the play, the Tim's uh, down there to, at the garage. When the oh yes, was, you know, sort yes. Of the original no politics, no no religion, no, no politics, religion, no politics. Yeah. That, the original I thought it was there sign, somewhere. It's not the original, original one. Is not. No, the original one's gone. The the one the, the 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 one that was up there for the longest time that was at the at the Black Ridge that you know now the one downtown, not at Tim's dad's garage, right. The one that was up there said, no religion, no politics, no Yankee fans. I wrote that, and I put it up there ah. about late 2013, early 2014. It stayed up there until just recently it was taken down. But there was another and little it, bit and, bigger and, one that was handwritten yeah, also. Yeah, there was a little, bigger one, a little bit bigger one that was, was handwritten, it, and it was the result was it of because some, of the Yankee fans comment? No, no. The original one didn't have the Yankee fans No, the original one didn't have the Yankee fans. I added that later on. No, the original one was actually there because one of the patrons uh, made a comment I said, you know, just it, it's just it should be a known fact. No religion, no politics. It's too volatile. People never, are drinking. You don't want to start end, a fight. Doesn't end well. Normally. It never. It rarely ends well. Even though this country was kind of was founded in 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 taverns. Yeah, yeah it certainly. I mean, was, it yes. really was. Uh, and and anyway, but um, no, it was a, as a result of somebody going. 
what do you think? This uh, new pope, a little bit, a uh, little bit too far right wing or right wing, don't you think? That was uh, what was the Nazi youth pope? What was the the Panzer pope? Oh. I can't, Panzer pope. I can't remember. I had a friend of mine call him the Panzer Pope. <laughs> Who was the the, the prior pope? Not the cool. I know you. Not the I know cool, the, the guy that got rid of. John he actually Paul? left. No, 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 no the guy before John Paul. The guy Benedict. that left before he died. I mean, that guy that got rid of him. Oh, early. Uh, Reitzinger, Reitzinger, Reitzinger. That was yeah. his real name. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. What the hell was his? Their Fuhrer. Their Fuhrer. Yeah, pope. that guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, Ratzinger. Ratzinger. There you go. Ratzinger. You say, oh, what do you think about this pope? He's uh, a little uh, right winger, don't you think? And I'm like, you just violated. Two rules with one sentence. <laughs> <laughs> no religion, no politics. Well, it's a free country. Yeah, it is a free country. It's not and your the, bar. And the government is not oppressing you. I am. Yeah. Don't talk about religion or politics here. It's a bad idea. <laughs> and kinda, I'm glad that you and I have yeah. never discussed religion or politics in the bar. Yeah, well, you <clears throat> and I are intelligent human beings. You guys that's are true. You guys are civil, yeah. reasonably well, so. And that's the thing. I was just talking about this at the bar with uh, earlier today with Carrie. Kerry is is definitely pretty far right. He's mm-hmm. conservative, but you know what? He's my friend, and I can have a conversation with him. Exactly, right. I can have a civil. There's civil discourse. Actually, one of the things that was really interesting that was brought up was about how somehow over the over one, the course of one generation, it's now okay to talk about politics all the time. Mm. And I mentioned to Kerry this when I, I was growing. I said, you know, a generation ago, it was not. It was unheard of. And, and I would say religion was, even less so. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. you voted for and who you worship were not spoken about in no. in, in mixed company. That was your own was, fucking business. It, exactly. It was rude. And, yeah. Exactly. It, it rude. Un, it was considered uncouth. And, yeah, it's kind of like asking someone how much money they make or something. Or what exactly. Yeah. Same kind of, and Carrie seemed kind of shocked to because Carrie's 50, 50. He's around your age, right? He's 50 plus. I think he's a little older than I am, I think. I think he, I think he was pushing yeah. 60. Regardless. Yeah. Similar. Sure. Similar age group. And, uh, he looked at me, looked shocked at me. He goes, "I, I just kind of assumed it was like two generations back." I said, "I guarantee you, politics was never spoken about at my dinner table ever, and I don't remember ever hearing any of them, like any of my parents, my mom, stepdad, mom and dad. No, never, never at talked the, at about the politics. dinner table. No, but when uh, when Reagan would come on television and say something stupid, my my father was there to you know pick that ball up and roll with it. And see, I was be. eight in 1989, so I don't really even remember that." I am that much older than you, aren't I? Just enough. You're yeah. just enough older than me. That I, mean, I don't. I don't remember Reagan's first term. Although I do remember when he said the problem with government is government. That's that's not a direct quote. What did he say? No, he said uh, the, about getting out and the government. Getting Old out of Man the way. River. What was it? Um, <laughs> I'll think of it in a second, but I know exactly the quote you're talking about. Uh, and and I, I, yeah. can, I can distinctly recall my father just saying that that was one of the dumbest fucking things he'd ever heard in his life from a politician. Um. Yeah, so there's that. But we've we've certainly come a long way since then, though. We've well, and those are <laughs> idle. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. It's wow. So much better. We've evolved, shall we say? Oh well. <laughs> and, and you know, but you bring up a, an interesting case in point because evolution is not about progress. Evolution is simply about not dying. Survival. That's yeah. it. And, yeah, that's true. And, and so maybe that's true. Yeah, maybe we're holy shit. We're just. I'm having of, a moment. I wish you were. <laughs> I, yeah, he, that's actually correct. That's well, beautiful. <laughs> okay, I'm, I, I'm I, really, I, have, I have another serious question. Go ahead, Joe. Go yeah. ahead. I'm going to say something funny. Go no, ahead. No, it's fine. It's your podcast. It's not gonna go be, ahead. It wasn't going to be that funny, so go, <laughs> go fuck yourself. No. Oh, wow. Oh, my. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, gentlemen. Maybe I will. need to step out for a second here? My stars. Mm. No, you can watch. It's fine. Oh, cool. <laughs> Thank goodness. Uh, the... Uh, if money were not a problem, 
in the education. Let's just say you had the big enough school, uh, 20 students per class or whatever the number would be, the magic number, and enough money. You made a little bit more money. Like, eh, okay, I can live with that kind of thing. What else would you – what would we change about the system itself? Are, are you restricted on how you teach? We see these examples sometimes in, in some European countries where there's these, these sort of, let's say, the word progressive, but how they teach and what they're teaching. And I've heard that we our system is still kind of based on – agricultural and working in factories kind of thing and how we still teach children to know exactly certain things at this point so when they get out they're ready to work in the non-existing factory anymore things like that is there you know what i'm what i'm referring to this this uh kind of really behind the curve on what education really is you know you you hear a lot of people say well why don't you know why don't why doesn't education in America modernize whatever that means? Yeah, right? exactly. Um, because they th- those individuals have a hell of a time also defining exactly what they think needs done. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would like to hear solutions rather than just pointing out a problem that I think everyone knows sure. exists on this some sucks. Level. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah and then that, then where great, do you go? But yeah, yeah, where do you go from there? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, from just my own experience. When you try to, to take, you know, everyone's kids and you put 40 of them in a classroom and have one guy in the front just talk to them and things like that, uh, you're right. That's not a very good recipe for success. But on the other hand, when you try to teach them to think, that's really painful, uh-huh. right? And uh, we, have, we have a phrase in, in, in education called the proximal zone of learning, which is where it's painful you know you, you've engaged those higher processes which is which hurts mm-hmm. all right but it doesn't hurt so much that they shut down now you do that with 40 kids at the same time it's, it's just too difficult it's it's yeah. well I would even go as far <clears throat> as to say it's probably not possible not possible yeah um, and so number one but that's reducing, the advance what you're reducing saying class sizes is helpful you're for saying a lot in, of reasons in, in biology and all these different in, in other i've heard this it was on another podcast joe it was and it may have been some people that we don't agree with we like or don't like <laughs> it. but it had to had to do with with uh with, with like with like with like working out or 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 when you when you're when you're pushing yourself mentally there there's a point or physically you know if you work out too damn hard and you just you're you're forcing your body to do something it's not going to do then you're ripping and causing damage That's real why damage sure. certain crossfit Stuff Gyms are be. notorious for pushing to the point oh, of sure. failure, yeah. which is unhealthy. But pushing to eighty right. percent of failure, right, is is how you grow. So there's well, and a lot of that, of course, was just absolutely terrible education of CrossFit trainers, right, for quite some. Yeah, because they're not all like that. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so in education, that's what I've been told. I, 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 by I cro- people I across think it. so. I don't. Yeah. So the whole idea here is to push your because if you're not pushing any kids. Or any CrossFitters at all, <laughs> then you're, then you're kids equals CrossFitters. Anyway, you're not going to get anywhere, obviously. Yeah. And you're pushing them all too hard where they can't keep up with anything you're saying. They're going to get pissed off and be upset and emotional and not going to get anywhere either. Right. So it's got to be this, it's this magic sweet spot of pushing just enough. And you said like 40 kids, and they're all different. They're all going to learn a little bit differently and be at different paces sure. and attention spans. And, uh, and we, put, we put a high premium on educational research. Um, in in education, so whatever this sort of oh flavor of the month is in terms of educational research mm-hmm. uh, gets gets overemphasized, and I, I think we often, even as educators who are supposed to you know this is our thing, we're supposed to teach people how to not 
uh, lose themselves in in the in the you know the 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 shiny little thing that's 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 taking up your vision. But I, I we we don't see the forest for the trees sometimes too, and I think that's mm-hmm. where we are all too often, especially with the politicize, politicization. Yeah, with, see, there we go. With everything. Uh, of, exactly. And, everything. And I think it's happening in education. It, you know, it's happened to a lot of industries that the government uh, funds that there's a big emphasis on, okay, we're going to give you more money, but we're going to ask for greater accountability as if that solves anything, I suppose, or as if it's something that you can actually measure. Yeah. And and there's, so there's a lot of problems associated with that, too. Uh, most teacher evaluation rubrics are fairly awful. Um, and, and, and I would say they don't even necessarily focus on the, n- the number one thing that either makes you a good or a bad teacher, which is, are you actually capable of connecting with your students uh-huh. in a sort of human fashion and and then overlaying your academics on top of that. I, because at, at some basic level, teaching is just communication. Yes. And if you're a shitty communicator, you're a shitty teacher. Yeah. You just are. Um, if you, and, and I've known teachers who don't like kids. Perfect. And, and, and I don't know how that the sounds hell. Great. It's they, like, yeah. Paul, if you like, didn't like airplanes. Yeah, it's like, I don't yeah. know. Flying yeah. is for the devil. It's for the devil's hands. It, it, you, you, <laughs> well... <laughs> I think we all know that to be the truth. Anyway, black magic. Black magic. Black magic. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Virtual and, witchcraft. And, and, and granted, the system usually drums those people out fairly quickly, but it, it also doesn't. Uh, it can also uh, force those people to get administrative degrees and then all of a sudden being be in charge. And I'm not saying this about my administrators, actually. My administrators Joe, Joe are, are, are I, very, All I could think good. of was, was but, hanging out with... Um, Oh, Tyson's mom, um, Karen, Karen Vance, yeah. and say those who can't teach, those who can't teach, well, those, those who can't those teach, who, what yeah, is it, how's who, it go? Those who can do, those who can't teach, but there's more. Those who can't, <laughs> teach. those who can't teach, teach, teach Jim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and she, and she will, she <laughs> and, would, re- and, and that's where Karen, you probably, yeah. But you, Karen's re- also scary. So, she is scary. Yeah, and she would have ripped your ass for even saying she's like, Jim is where I teach, not what I teach. That's true. <laughs> that's true. I've, yeah. I'm pretty, Has, have you? I'm had pretty her? sure I've elicited that comment <laughs> from her in the past. Um, and then, the, but the continuation Anyhow. of that, the last step, if you will, those who can't teach PE. Become administrators. Become administrators. <laughs> so, oh, um, Jesus. And, and, and I'm sure there's some truth to that. I've, uh, I've, I've had a very mixed bag when it comes to administrators. Currently, my administrators are very, very good. Oh, that's good. Um, but I, I've had administrators in the past. In Groveport, uh, Ohio, where I taught, I had an administrator who um, was basically expressly told that he was supposed to keep the press out of our schools and, and make sure they didn't know anything that was going on. <laughs> oh, that's um, sweet. <laughs> he, 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 well, how do I want to say this? When a fellow new teacher of mine found a young student, a young lady with a, you know, white powder on her person, he mm-hmm. went to the hospital to, of course, find our principal with a do not disturb sign on his door. Fucking true. Not making that shit up. Um, and when he asked the secretary to get his attention anyway, she emphatically told him about the do not disturb sign. So I don't know if he broke down his door or what the hell he did, but he eventually got our principal out there. And uh, the principal, in his infinite wisdom, 
because the teacher, you know, had a class mm-hmm. and had to go teach, and the principal, in his infinite wisdom, allowed the student to use the restroom. So, of course, the drugs were flushed because sure. problems simply need to go away. Yeah, and it did. They don't need handled. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying that—and you're not going to handle every problem that comes your way. Uh, just like you're not going to reach every student. You're not going to get everybody to an A, yeah. et cetera. Um, nor should you in, in many ways. Otherwise, an A would be a meaningless grade. Correct. But there's woeful, Trophies there's for everybody, woeful kind of negligence thing. as well, and that, yeah. that definitely qualifies for me. Um, one more reason that I left that school. Sounds like an awesome school. I had, I really, I promise you, I wasn't uh, checking texts or anything like that. I, I no, had to okay. look up where Groveport was, and that's not nice. Okay, not a, not a good S- southeastern Columbus area. suburb of Columbus. Yeah, not yeah, nice, not nice. Uh, this conversation can go a long time, but we kind of want to touch on one more little topic before we uh, sign off, right? Because I know it's getting kind of. I forgot. along. <laughs> it's a school night. It is a school. Speak, yes. it, it really is a school it night. It is literally a school we night. We say that term, but now it is a school it's night because we've a school got night. a yes. teacher here who everybody respects. Well, and I'm so glad you came out. But I, I teach in a sleep-deprived state most days. Yeah. So, yeah. Did you want to touch about this? Uh, touch on this uh, resolution for the Cayman City Council? That you Absolutely. Bit? Okay. Can you ex- explain that to us? I will explain it. So uh, here, here, in, here in Kingman, as in most communities, uh, there are no civil protections for LGBTQ individuals. Okay. That is to say, in most communities, municipalities, however you want to say this, um, the civil ordinance that exists has categories uh, of, of protection for individuals mm-hmm. based upon race, religion, uh, cr- cr- uh, cr- what am I looking for? Veteran status, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most civil ordinances do not have protections for sexual orientation, gender identity, and gender expression. Mm-hmm. And so what we, we being... Uh, me and my gay straight alliance at school. I have students who are interested in, excuse me, in this as well. Uh, they're simply asking the city of Kingman to include those protections uh, for those individuals, and we will see where that goes. There, there has been a push for this sort of thing lately uh, from several organizations, and in because at the federal and state level. These things have not happened. Okay, your current push is to get local you're, communities. To you're do correct. This. I had Ashley works for me here, and I have her two things on the side all the time. When this came up as a proposed thing, when you guys spoke at the council meeting, I the next day I said, Ashley, look this up. I want to know what's on the federal level in the state of things. I think there's something in there that protects this, and there really isn't. Where it is, she says, and and she's younger, and she's okay with all this, 100. percent She's like, and she goes, sure. It really is not defined. It says anytime this comes up, they kind of go. That's kind of covered in this area. Mm. It's not really whatever she found. She goes, I was, she was very surprised how it was. We thought by now in this day and age, it would be kind of in there. And I think that's part of the problem. Yeah, it's, it's not it's assumed by a lot of people. They're assuming it. And okay, there's, it's in that area, but it's not really expressly verbatim in there. And But some municipalities are doing this in Arizona, like Flagstaff's got one going. Flags, of course. Well, a, lar- a large one, a um, very complicated one, apparently. The, the more, one of the more recent ones, and I think a good case study for Kingman, because they're roughly the same size, is uh, Winslow. Okay. Passed a uh, mod. I don't know if they passed it as an amendment or, or exactly how they did it, mm-hmm. but they've added those categories of protection to their civil ordinance. Can I play devil's advocate real quick? Please do, because I've been silent for 45 minutes. Yeah. I... Uh, is it necessary? Playing devil's advocate. 
is is uh, is it necessary to enact to to put it on the books? Of course, it's not like, necessary. Well, I, mean, I, well, I mean, it's I, I, I'm just I'm come on, you know me. I'm just wondering. No, he's if saying there's a you're reason. playing devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah. Okay. you introduced okay. your your comments. Okay, well, way, you so know, I just I got to look. I'm from not going like, to like leap across the table and start you know wailing <laughs> on you here. I was kind of afraid of that. Oh. Huh. You, you Eastern I am, Ohio I hillbillies are stronger hey, than Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm corn-fed from a flat... Don't you call me a I, fucking hillbilly. One of my friends, you know, Lisa Roosh, she's, she's yes. from up north. She's from uh, Illyria. She called me a flat billy. A flat Because there's no hills where I'm from. I'm like, hey, fuck you, man. Because I said I liked ham salad. She's like, I've never actually eaten it. That's a flat billy thing. My, you know what? what? Fuck you. I fucking love ham salad. I, so do I. I ate like five tubs of it, it when I from Kroger. That I've might, had bologna that salad be... before. The same way they strips of bologna and they make it into a salad of, of kind. Do you like? Of uh, well, of... this was shredded. Yes, it kind of shredded like blended like with uh, some pickles and mayo. Yeah, it's bologna yeah. salad. Yeah. I've had so that before. Have you like tuna salad, but with ham. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. Ham salad, I've never had bologna. I'm thinking bologna salad is hillbilly. That's some hillbilly shit. It's got to be. It's Hill William to Mr. Tennis Club over here. Hill William. That's true. I'm going to help. I'm going to help Joe out. I want to know. I just want to know: Is it necessary to add more? Bureaucracy, and, and I'm I, okay with adding the, more bureaucracy. The, the way that I would answer. Wait, before oh, you answer sorry, that, hold yes. on. I want to interject here. I'm going to help Joe out a little bit because I know what he's saying. Because I've had a couple people ask me directly or say this: "Hey, if it hasn't happened yet, why are we making more bureaucracy? If we, you know, in other words, I want to see where it's going on. If it's it going, is it rampant? Is it this? Is it, there's no reason to make more laws if it doesn't exist and people haven't been having troubles with it. And blah blah blah. And that's that's. I think that's what you're saying. Kind of, sort of, but being I, devil's advocate. I'm about. I'm, I, I I I'm okay with being proactive. 100. percent Correct. And I feel I, like I, I should I, be proactive. Ouch. I know you are. But sometimes uh, ordinances get enacted for it's unnecessary and it just creates more work and. So on and so forth. It's like to me personally, I don't like the excuse me the uh, indoor smoking ban when it comes to private establishments. Mm. Uh, I w- former smoker. I hated going home smelling like smoke. I don't like being. I never smoked in my car. Right. I, you know, I, I just never did, even though I was a smoker. But I do believe it's up to a, a business owner's right, and the, and to a certain degree, and it sounds really libertarian, but the market will certainly dictate it. If people want to come to your place and smoke, and they can, they will. Most people if won't they don't patronize want, your establishment. If they don't want to be around it, they'll they'll leave. Right. So that's a case where I, I agree that, with you, but I'm glad. Let me, I'm let glad me finish. <laughs> I'm glad oh, it's. I'm glad. I'm not. I'm. I, I was. I was. It was a happy little right segue byproduct of of that no of that law. But yeah. you also increase the the amount of people that have to enforce it, which adds more bureaucracy, which costs more money, which is money that gets taken away from things where it should go to, which would be okay, like that's education hor- roads. That's, that's horse shit. Like not really. Yes, it is. How much bureaucracy has it added for people not to walk in there and smoke a cigarette in a bar or a restaurant? I've actually, I'm sorry, sir, that you can't do that here. Okay, well, that really costs a lot of time, money, and effort and bureaucracy. Uh, I've actually had more visits based off of complaints of people smoking within 25 feet of the front door of Blackbridge Brewery than I have of any other complaint ever. Okay. That includes fighting, stabbing, shouting, yelling, sure. screaming, domestic Wait, violence. Stabbing? Yeah, not necessarily, but it was a, there was a knife pulled and it was threatened. It was, it was implied. Somebody was injured. So I've actually had, had the, yeah. the no smoking ordinance be something that, was, that, that someone had to come and enforce as, that was complaint-driven more than any of those other things combined. Right. That's why I'm saying that. So the, the, okay. what, my argument for what I just said is 100% correct. I'm just saying. 
But how about no smoking on certain, airplanes? I'm okay with that too. Jesus Christ, that's that's fine. Okay. So what I'm getting at is, is that is there a need for it? If there's a need for it, then fine. Then it's then it's and it absolutely and those folks need to have that protection because I'm protected. Sure. But I don't, I'm I'm protected by the stuff that's already on the list. Sure. You know what I mean? Veterans are protected because they're on the list, right? Other people need to be out of that to that that list too. What I'm asking is, is that currently a problem? And are, have, are there cases where it's been a problem? Right. And uh, speaking for the local community, no idea. And I think that's part of the issue, actually, is you often don't know that there's that sort of problem until you do put these things on the books. Until you kind of shine the light. And, uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I mean, you might have said, ah, well, you know, gay marriage. I mean, why, why even have that? I mean, you know. I know like three people who are gay that want to get married. It's not that big a deal. And then, of course, gay marriage happens. And a, a, a lot of people. A shit ton of people got married. Because yes. they could finally do the same thing. They could be miserable like the they rest could be, of us. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, Go through divorce. and Well, and I, yeah. I was actually going to point out that the number one lobby that actually wanted gay marriage to pass were divorce, law- divorce lawyers. <laughs> Goddamn God right they were. And I, I, just, I just think that's... <laughs> Nothing else really says America <laughs> quite like that, does it? It's true. Um, <laughs> so so it's in funny. terms of is there any... And we actually heard some things like that at the last council meeting from our city lawyer. And, and he was, of course, much like you, bringing up all of the possible arguments that people could have against these sorts of things. And he was things. saying it's going to be difficult and we can't... I, That's I, right. You were at that meeting. I was yeah. not very... I have been to every meeting, Joe. <laughs> Um, anyway, no, I, I heard that, and, and yeah. you, even the city manager, I was going, they're kind of balking a little bit here, both the city manager and the attorney. And they're talking kinda... about manpower, and I honestly don't know what kind of manpower the city has. It might just be the city attorney and, and his clerk. I don't know. Um, but you don't know until these things are on the books. And then more to the point, what if there are a bunch of cases in that regard. All you've done is expose an injustice that's occurring and the need to address it. Absolutely. That so, was that was the answer I was fishing for uh, by playing devil's advocate. Yeah. Uh, and 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 also even even further to the point, why the fuck wouldn't you want to protect those people? Yeah. This is America. Because they're gay, Joe. God, that's yeah, why. Yes, I know. Don't I, you remember that? Young Republicans of Cobb <laughs> County spoken in like a true <laughs> <laughs> fucker. <laughs> no, but you're yes, uh, equal protection under under the law. Like I really like really like why is it still an issue? I understand where they want to go, well, you know, why do we have to draft this up and why do we do this? You don't want to work any harder. Okay, that's fucking fine. Bye, city attorney. But then why but, are but you a city you, attorney but as if opposed you, to an attorney attorney? If I, I don't know if anybody, it's I wasn't at that label. meeting, I had to work that night, but if it, it, I definitely would have been there and spoken in support had I not had to work. Uh, I, I would have gone at it from the angle that you always have to uh, in this area is um, the money angle. Well, here's the thing. How about you spend, a, you know, say, 12 hours worth of, of your work days drafting this up and then pass it and then put it on the books? Or two years from now, and there's a discrimination lawsuit, and then Kingman becomes an example, and right. then the city spends shitloads of money and lawyer's fees because someone was discriminated against and under something they feel should be they should be protected, and then it just costs us half a million dollars because they didn't want to work 12 hours. 
that's the angle I would have gone at. I don't know if anybody else, anybody brought that up. Well, to, to, to me personally, that I, like I, that that's kind of sometimes how you have to do that shit around here. I will know? say that Kingman has never really been the spotlight on things like this before at all. So we have a lot of room to. It's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and what I have, uh, you know, in my job, of course, is is I have you know young people. I I'm one of the sponsors for the Gay Straight Alliance, and. When they had heard about a few other, we we had some presenters uh, come to uh, uh, Reverend Ben Rodenbeck, for those of you who know him, mm-hmm. uh, and Father Leonard. They came to our class to talk about this uh, uh, this sort of movement that was occurring last year, the year before, and we just got too busy, let the ball drop a little bit. And when we reconvened this year, I asked my students, "Is this something you'd like to pick back up?" And several said absolutely. Are these students uh, gay necessarily, or are they just all gay? Some gay and some uh, just friends of theirs. I have and... I have some gay, I have some bi, I have a, a couple of trans and some straight. Okay. So you know we've got you know that wonderful cross section of millennial society that doesn't make them bulk at all. No, they don't even um, think about. They it. don't think about it one bit in the slightest. Yeah. And, but on the other hand, they know that. They're not protected, and they're, they're they're at the age where they're going out to get jobs. Mm-hmm. They know they're not protected if their boss doesn't like the fact that they're trans. Mm-hmm. They know they're not protected later on in terms of housing if their landlord doesn't like the fact that they have you know the wrong people which, over. Which I understand that, like that 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 is on the books. They can discriminate for that, I believe. Now it's, I think isn't that true for it, housing? Right now in that this they, state that, or county or at some level here? That they can, that they can, can, can discriminate or something? Or currently, I, it's my understanding anyway that currently that level of discrimination or that kind of discrimination in housing is is possible. Yes. That there's no law currently on the books to prevent it. Yeah. Whereas if this were added to our civil order, I have to check on that, but I think be. it's what I heard correctly from someone that was really knowledgeable said, no, that is definitely In, in fact, uh, I know when they were arguing about it at, this, at the, the federal level, that was one of the big arguments that was brought up is, is housing discrimination. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, housing and urban development uh, has, of course, had a giant backlog of, of other forms of discriminatory cases that they really have to worry about. So I'm not really sure how much of a priority it is for certain people. But there's also um, old uh, brothel and like same-sex dormitory laws on the books in a lot of states too that uh, uh, landlords can use to discriminate. That's if you got, if you got, I didn't know. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and, and of course, uh, Joe would go the, the brothel angle. Of course. I'm just pointing that one out. <laughs> Okay, the reason why I know that is because <laughs> we all pay for sex, David. Just in some way, you know, in one way or another. Uh, exactly. No, the uh, the the Arizona revised statutes, like ARS Title Four, has to do with alcohol. Okay. And in there is a reference to another title, which I can't remember which which one it is offhand. Uh, there's a reference to that, and, and it's basically a brothel law, hmm. which is if. For some reason, someone sees or sees someone committing a sexual act and reports it to the police as sexual acts, a sexual act on the premises of an alcohol service establishment, the proprietor and the bartender can be prosecuted under the brothel laws because it's an alcohol service establishment and people are in there having sex, presumably. So, but also under that brothel stuff was some shit that was stricken years several years ago and under arizona law it was stricken but it but it's still the verbiage is still there if you look at it but it says 
you know this uh, amendment. Da, 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 da. It's a bit of a blue law. It's if you a, will. essentially an old yeah. blue law. But there's a lot of states that have that on the books, and that those have been used to discriminate against uh, two men cohabiting, two women cohabitating. You know, and like Mike and I are both straight, but we but he we live together. Yeah. Potentially, no, we could, keep telling we could yourself actually, that, Joe. It's okay. Yeah, right? It's okay. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna judge. I I did try to convince him to do bunk beds, like in his master bedroom, <laughs> so that we could have like a rompus room. Yeah, uh, but he said no, um, uh, mostly because he was afraid of sl- me sleeping above him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, and they um, have the World Trade Center kind of pancake effect when the thing starts. Yeah, it just would have been bad. And we would have been up boom down in the ground, mm-hmm. and Mike would have no. Anyway. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah, those I've seen, uh, I have read about those laws being used to discriminate against uh, like same-sex folks. Not in probably four or five years at least, but uh, I don't know. It's there. A lot of those things are out there, and that's another thing that could, that should be brought up uh, to the city. Uh, maybe get a lawyer. Discrimination involved. is legal, yeah. right? The, yeah, discrimination not only is it is it legal, but there's stuff on the books that it exists that can be manipulated. To discriminate against people, sure. you can't. You, you it's, it happens all the time, um, and it's just to what degree you're able to discriminate. What was really interesting is that uh, I'm from a, a Atlanta area, and the Coca-Cola and Delta Airlines are two of the big corporations that are headquartered there. And years ago, and I mean a long time ago, they they had a, a, a same sex or, or or partners people allowed on their health insurance and things like this. This is Delta Airlines, one of the most right. conservative companies but pro- i don't know how many years ago it was and coca-cola same kind of thing from the south and whatnot but they i it was a long time ago where they accepted uh what do we, what's the called your domestic partner domestic indentured partner, whatever indentured yeah. servitude that, that, Close. That's, no. that's what we had Close. that was that was after that was before uh-huh cob county <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh Jesus. we called him the help joe the help oh <laughs> oh my mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well there you go again sugar <laughs> jesus david's going really <laughs> what did i uh what did i sign up for? but huh? but, but the, no shit that right? was surprising to me I, I, I had i had i have a lot of very close friends in atlanta that that are are gay but this was decades ago and a lot of people were kind of in shock, but they just kind of said they just did it. They went, yeah. "Yep, we're we're gonna." We they saw the writing on the wall where history was going anyway. They knew that was gonna be, and they just said, "We're just gonna make it happen." And they just got this done kind of early. Like everybody went, "Holy cow!" Well, I, and that's what it's there. Any that's that's what's coming anyhow, regardless. That's all where where, where you're seeking. What we're all talking about now. That's gonna that's a reality. Ten twenty years from now, of course, it's gonna be on with all this pushing and stuff. It's gonna happen. That's the history. Peeking on the wrong side, of history people are still right kicking their feet. And, and again, the hope is you get enough. Uh, you know, local municipalities get these things on the books. Mm-hmm. States won't be as um, bashful about bringing mm-hmm. these things up and, and ratifying them as a consequence. Bullhead of that. City has something I think on the books. I think Bullhead or Lake Havasu. I saw that. I, it was an article in the paper that someone pointed out, or there was a an article in the paper that. Yeah, you have to look. We have to look that up. Bullhead those, or Lake Havasu, you say? Yeah, one of yeah, those two cities that one, has but. something on the books regarding this. Hmm. It, it does. Ex- I am not making. I don't think I'm making it up. I don't. I don't think so. Well, anyway. where where are you in the process? Where, where is the city reviewing it? Is that what's the uh, where what's where we are on? in the process? Is basically, oh, let's let's just sum it up a little bit, I suppose. So I went and spoke with uh, Ron Foggin, who's the city manager, about what I wanted to do. Well, what I and, and my students wanted to do, and uh, he said, "Sounds great. We'll get you in." Uh, 
pretty quickly here, and this was right after the election. And he said, well, you know, we can't really, there's no, there's no late meeting in November because of the holiday, but how about I just get you in in December, which was basically the next meeting. And I said, yeah, I, I guess that'll work because of course it'll freaking work. Right. It's the next meeting. And from there, we just sort of pitched it during the work session uh, to the council. And then um, you have to help me out with his name, the city uh, attorney. Uh, Carl Cooper. Cooper, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. He um, he and his staff, I'm not sure, I don't know, uh, they reviewed these sorts of things. And then at the next council meeting, uh, I believe also during work session. Which is the 15th uh, next. Uh, I'm sorry, the, 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 one, the one we just had in, oh. in December, late oh. December. Gotcha. Um, they, uh, they sort of discussed it over a little bit. And uh, he, he sort of gave his, his spiel on how he thought it would uh, have to be done for the council to do it in terms of sort of what legally. And basically what it was at that point was we, we know we probably can't swing something as all-encompassing as the Flagstaff Ordinance. Yep, I remember him saying that. Um, and yet, you know, we also have um, the baby option or whatever you want to call it, the little option, which is to simply make that a rule for the city. Of Kingman, mm-hmm. which would only affect city employees. That is certainly not what we're hoping for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would encourage anyone who would go to these council meetings to to maybe speak up on on the behalf of the fact that the you know the city doing this for just their employees would be a fantastic start. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but we think we can push bigger and not have any sort of issues yeah, you know, related I th- I, to that. I think the the uh, enforcement what's that they're talking about? They goes how you know they were thinking about this if if X Y Z company in the city limits to say you hear about something or someone files a complaint how are they going to enforce that what does that mean what level what kind of spanking are you going to get oh right now yeah. we're back down to the spanking thing again uh, we but we have about plenty that. of other examples <laughs> so i can I, I can throw two two nice things that you both i don't know if either one of you know this or or, or maybe you do either way mm-hmm. uh two of the bigger employers in mojave county krmc which would be the biggest yeah and uh frontier which is three or four down on the list because they, you know, tons of texts and your customer service people and all that. Both of those companies have uh, a, you know, the protection, the non-discrimination clause includes uh, it's a race, gender, sexual orientation, um, uh, three more that you mentioned. Those protections are in there. So it's at, at, a, at, a company, at a company level. So you're saying it's fairly broad. It doesn't, even on the more modern language. No, it's specific. It's very, no, well, I mean, and updated when I, as of. I like, mean, when I mean broad, I mean broad like, like too. Far-reaching. It's, yeah, it's, oh. it's, in other words. It affects everyone. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Are you saying it's it's those it's, protections are there in at least those two companies for the. That's L, just because that's actually I, very I have, good to know because I wasn't yeah. sure about the hospital. Yeah, yeah. and they. Here's the thing, though. They don't want to. They that com- they are already open to so much fucking liability. Well, being a health provider, healthcare sure. provider, they don't want to open up anymore. So right. they're incredibly safe when it comes to that thing. Way they, they they'll go way beyond. They're ahead of what the curve. they have to be. They're yeah, ahead of the curve. they're ahead of the curve on that. Yeah. And then Frontier. I, well, obviously, I work at KRMC, so I have I have access to that, and I can I have friends at uh, you know that work in HR, but I also still have a friend who's in HR now, an HR director. Mm-hmm. In uh, in uh, upstate New York for uh, Frontier because I you know worked for Frontier many many years ago. Also, I wanted to mention fifteen years ago when I worked for Frontier, they had um, uh, domestic partnership coverage for their health healthcare and 
gym membership discounts and all, I mean basically everything that you would get as a spouse it, you got as a domestic partner. Kind of sounds like the whole Delta and, Airlines Coca-Cola yeah, thing. Exactly. And actually, we actually used that. My girlfriend and I used that, you know, uh, because we weren't married, but we, we lived together. Mm-hmm. We shared expenses together. So we were able to get domestic partnership status, basically, because we were domestic partners. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, I did. I had a, a friend in, that's in HR. I hit her up and said, hey, can you take a look into this and see? And she's like, I don't even have to look into it. It's, you know, it's it's company wide policy. Yeah. All forty thousand employees, or whatever that Frontier has okay. across the country, is are protected under that. I think how far we've come, which is good to, now, and let's say fifteen years ago, and all this stuff. I had again, this topic was big with some friends of mine back in Atlanta that uh, uh, lesbian couples and stuff. We would have these deep conversations. We'd go out all the time, and and they were just there was nothing for any states or anywhere with gay marriage and that kind of stuff fifteen right. years ago. Right, and and. I remember just talking to Scott and Nancy Rhodes here too, and she was one of her daughters, I believe, is is mm. is gay, and she was really emotionally upset with all this stuff. And I said, "We're making progress right now. We were just starting to crack the. We're making progress. It's I'm in between. You. It's an in between phase. It, yeah, it's, 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 this yeah. is that's come a long. It's come a long way. Yeah, we're not there yet. We're never there. This is an evolving nation. Whatever. It's a transitory well, it's, it's, time. It's, it's, it's like it's, any it's, civil rights movement. You know, I mean, you yeah. look at the, the civil rights movement with race. I mean, yeah. to <laughs> as some people at very high levels have said, uh, we live in a post-racial society. Well, I beg to differ. Mm-hmm. That's the last thing we live in. We still live in a society that is very discriminatory, especially with regard to race. Mm-hmm. And to deny the history and continuance of those practices is just absolutely asinine. There are definitely strong areas or pockets, more than pockets, that that, that operate that way. Sure. There's like no Cobb County? So... Uh, So so the work work is never done. And, of course, the work will never be done when it comes to sexuality and and gender identity and expression. Right. But uh, I I would be – yeah, I'm a firm believer that we should definitely try. Sure. Um, Otherwise, what are you doing? In other words, we're trying to move everything forward, whatever it is. Talking about education and this cause or technology, knowledge. Yeah. Right? This is forward moving. And if you're Uh, not going to try – what the fuck are you doing here on the planet? Yeah, I mean, environments that become more inclusive and more tolerant and more understanding um, only get better. Mm-hmm. Whereas environments that exclude and uh, belittle, and it, it, those don't get better. Mm-hmm. Um, they go bankrupt if they're yes. a business. Or they at least, you know, their practices become so heinous to, to even, what would you want to say, normal people? What's, what's the better term for that? To people who otherwise wouldn't have seen that as an issue that they would have to think about in their lives, um, I don't even know how how you would put that because I, 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 I know that know. there is a way. There's a way that you would put that. It's like uh, why other people don't. It, it's I don't understand why in the, we're we're the only the only developed nation on Earth that doesn't offer universal health care. Yeah, true. That's, that's we're the only thing. one. The only one. How mm. does that work? Dollars. I'm waiting for Botswana to just Botswana, <laughs> and we'll be like, oh, like, and, and I just wonder if, if there, like, some uh, in some miracle, ten years from now, Botswana's got universal health care, and we're still arguing about it here. And they have this this mother and her her two children. They're sitting down, uh, and 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 like, all right, you need to take your medicine. No, there's American kids that can't afford their medicine, <laughs> so you need to take your medicine. Like that's the that's a fucking reality. Yeah, it's, though. it's like, like it, looking it's like, you know, like Uganda when it comes to gay rights, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's the least free country in the world when it comes to gay rights. Mm-hmm. It is legal 
for men to rape a lesbian in Uganda mm-hmm. to basically show her what dick is like and get her back on track, right? And I'm sure that works. Uh, oh, I'm <laughs> just so convinced of I'm it. I'm sure there's legions of Ugandan but, women but, that are so satisfied by men that they yeah. just don't know what to do. Uh, yeah, but but you've got to wonder if the Ugandans look at the U.S. and they say, hey, at least we have health care. <laughs> the, the, um, oh, the, I don't know if they do. God but, damn, that but, was yeah. on brutal, the, David. Uganda. Thank you for that. I, I remember uh, uh, hearing this, of course, decades ago, 10, 20, 30 years ago, back in Atlanta, or people saying, and I, I have, I've got lesbian friends, a whole group of them. He wants to say that he used to hang out with the Indigo Girls, and he just wants <laughs> no, to say it. Actually, it's... Almost true. It's, it's not almost. Oh, it is okay. sort of. Yeah. It is true. Um, he's that, and, he's, oh, you want me to pick that name and, up for you? And, and I had numerous. And I had numerous, <laughs> numerous guy friend, not friend, acquaintances, where I had probably taken that. Well, why don't you, why don't you invite us down to your lesbian parties and stuff you go to? And blah, 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 blah. And you know, they just need to know what a real man is like. And, I'm like, and that's why I'm not. Yeah, together. maybe that's that why you're exactly, not invited. Yeah, yeah you're, you're, you're oh, just gonna sit gawk. Yeah, like oh look, there's two chicks kissing over there. Just stop staring. What? What? You know, this is so un- whatever. Yeah, that's a whole different topic. With well, we're talking about that now, but healthcare and all this kind of stuff. But Paul's getting worked up. He know. is. He's constantly did, bleeding did, steam. I say, uh, listener, did you hear that inhale? Did you hear it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm good. Okay. Paul's gonna be fine. Let it out. Let it out. Just is this a good place to stop the whole thing, Joe. I think show? so, Mr. Rice. Do you have anything else that you, you know, want else to you talk wanna, about? Something else you want to? Did we just kind of oh, touch on? You want to just. A little bit more. There, there's nothing that I have a sort of felt need to get off my chest. No. All right. Oh, I was I was asking Joe before you came in. I thought the perfect thing, though. No, no, no. This has to do with this. Is <laughs> I'm we, kidding. We yeah. wanted to know how how long it would be like if we were hanging out with you. I mean, we're going to turn gay now, right? I think so. Yeah. Because, yeah. Thank you for not um, using the toilet in here because I don't want to get gay. The, the, you don't want to catch the gay. The gayness. Yeah. And. Pretty sure all the times I use the toilet in the lariat has I haven't caught the gay. <laughs> we're so. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're like three feet apart, three to four feet apart. Now, is we this are. is this a safe distance for me to be so I don't turn gay or not? Oh, Paul, you're. I'm you're, on the way to gay. You're, you're never safe from the gay. <laughs> I mean, on the Kinsey scale, you're yes. a gay. <laughs> <laughs> you're one Dorothy away from being gay. Starting to move furniture around just <laughs> spontaneously to rearrange stuff and pick out colors for the room. Oh, right. My God. That's, I'm trying to think of all the. All the dipshit stereotype things that they the gays do. I'm sure you do all the time, right? You, just, you I know, can't can't I, help I, yourself. I, I listen. I mean, some people on Tuesdays they go out and get tacos. Mm-hmm. We of course go out and get gay tacos, mm-hmm. super um, gay tacos, super gay tacos. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. some people you know they 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 go and they drink a beer. Mm-hmm. We drink gay beer. Gay I beer. mean, everyone knows that. It's how different Every, you are. Yes. Yeah. In anticipation of him saying something like that, I w- I forgot to bring this up. I was going to send this to you today. Schmidt's gay. Does anybody? Oh, I love oh, the Schmidt's gay. Son of a bitch. Yes. I saw it today. Sorry, I, I haven't seen it in 20 years. Right? And it was like, are you gay and drink beer? <laughs> then drink Schmidt's gay. <laughs> and it's Adam Sandler and, and Farley. Chris Farley. Chris yeah. Farley, yes. And they're like, oh, my God. And there's all these, like, just barely dressed guys jumping out of a pool. Yep. I might link to that 
on your episode, <laughs> like just so people can I, click I, on I you. I, I, uh, I think I might be a little upset if you don't. Actually. It's so I, funny. Yeah. I recall one of the, one of the uh, one of the shots is of one of the guy with his speedo with his speedo with a can of beer absolutely kind of tucked in his speedo. Oh yeah, and, and Chris Farley kind of takes his out. glasses and he's got the flip up the flip up lenses and he's all oh. oh. <laughs> It's one of the funniest things ever, and it's a it's the old Bud Light logo, but instead of Bud Light, it's Bud Light. It says Schmitz, Schmitz Gay, which was perfect. Yeah, I want a Schmitz Gay T-shirt. Oh, I guarantee because I hate Budweiser there. and I love that that. And if they're not out there, we can have someone locally make it. I, I think we might be able to have somebody make it locally. Absolutely, we are so glad that you came out. I mean, yeah, I mean man, seriously, this has been a very good conversation, and I thoroughly enjoyed it and learned a lot. And we all have, I think. And it's been in very, you know. Are you glad you came out? I, I absolutely That's am. Yes, we'll have to do I this had a again. great time. I, I yes, it's been. I should have definitely been out here before this. That's for certain. We, we should have to make this like kind of a regular thing, just because yeah. uh, you're a great guest. Oh, well, there's you. certain hot topics that to be going on. You know, got to kind of touch base. Well, then maybe we can also, you know, just. Have a few beers and bullshit. Oh, that will be the next. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah, cool. the next absolutely. one we can do that. Be like, hey. <laughs> remember, when you, remember when you touched my bum? <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. I, I told remember you were going to catch the gay. <laughs> <laughs> I had it all along. <laughs> <laughs> Which would surprise no one. If I came right. out tomorrow, yeah. people go, would be like, what? Yeah. 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 You, feeling, you feeling better yeah. about that now? Yeah. Portia would be like, yep. really? 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 All she right. Goes, she goes, yeah. she goes, I got a class. Your own daughter. Dad, I got a, I got a class. I'm She's sorry. like, yeah, Dad, I'm in college. Everybody's fucking gay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if, I just, if I screamed in the middle of the U of A campus, my dad's gay, people would be like, hey. Uh, Everybody yeah. will just applaud and yeah. be like, Who so cares? is my dad. Yeah. It's fine. Anyway, well, thank you again. Yeah, I appreciate it. Paul, you got I'm anything very else? Very well. That's thank it. I'm, I'm thoroughly satisfied. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> yeah. good night, everyone. <laughs>